The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respected managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Uh, we got a brand new episode for you, and it's a very special episode, uh, as they used to say. Uh, this one, uh, oh hi, it's Carrie. And uh, this one is, uh, I'm saying right now, I'm giving you the warning, the heads up. I don't want any complaints. If you have not seen the movie Black Panther, do not listen to this episode. Do yourself a favor right now and hit pause, skip work and go see it. Come back to work and listen at work because I know that's what you do. <laughs> uh, don't listen to this episode until you've seen the Black Panther movie because it's really something and because it's such a phenomenon around the globe and it's a cultural phenomenon for so many uh, I thought it'd be great and Jay helped, certainly helped with this uh, make it a, a special episode about we're going to do a deep dive on Black Panther the character of the movie the significance of it and uh, you know not just culturally but as far as geek goes it's very significant as far as that goes as well so uh, it's, it's going to be a fine episode I think you're going to enjoy it and uh, of course uh, the regular panelists said hey we'll take a day off and let these uh, people step in here you know people with, uh, with more insight about it than we have uh, and so not only Jay Whitaker but uh, joining us is uh, Dr. Paul White uh, our returning champions uh, we love these girls Kiki and Kari are here uh, Stefan Watson is joining us, and Robert Neal is joining us to talk about Black Panther. And uh, there, I was I was honored to uh, to be able to uh, to moderate this panel of uh, incredibly smart and funny people. So I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. It's called Got Vibranium. And again, if you haven't seen Black Panther, pause right now and go see it. Uh, of course, uh, brought to us by our sponsors, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection opens seven days a week, hold services free, and with that you can get a 10% discount of purchases of $20 or more. And the previous catalog for free, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. We talk a lot about the comics in this. You can get them at Dr. Volt's. Also, Cabin Fever, they've got some Black Panther stuff down there. Uh, located in the heart of Trolley Square, the corner of 500 South and 700 East. From lava lumps to rubber duckies, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Also, our friend uh, Chef Daniel has finally opened the Twin Sons Cafe. He is now serving you breakfast and lunch. Every day but Tuesday, he describes the food as uh, Americana with a Southwest Mexican influence. can be accommodating to all diets. Uh, Daniel just wants to serve you folks a good, wholesome meal. At 2305 South State Highland Drive in Salt Lake City. Go see Daniel at the Twin Sons Cafe. Also, Black Velvet Boutique. Thank you, Dawn and Leah, for... Once again, making this party possible. They are located at uh, 293 South State Street in Clearfield. Go to blackvelvetboutique.com. Uh, they're open seven days a week. They're not a porn store or a novelty store. They're a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. They also have free sex education workshops. Also, Valley Office Systems. Stop buying disposable office printers off the shelf at that big box store. Get the highest quality commercial grade printers from Valley Office Systems for a whole lot less than you would expect at valleyofficesystems.com. All right. Again, I was very happy to, to host uh, uh, all these folks in the basement, and it's a very special episode, a deep dive into Black Panther. The episode is called Got Vibranium. That's not a question. That's a statement. Got Vibranium. Have it for you after these. Please to enjoy. 
Rico, or Kyocera. That should mean something to you, especially if you're looking for a copier or printer, because they're considered the highest quality printers and copiers. And Valley Office Systems can put Rico or Kyocera in your office for a lot less than you probably thought. Plus, the service to back them up. Set up your free consultation at valleyofficesystems.com and find out what it's like to have the best. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Welcome to the basement, you guys. What's up? <laughs> Chilling and shit. Love the basement. Thank you for coming. This is a, uh, you know, back uh, back in my day, the, uh, the sitcoms would have a, a very special episode. Remember? <laughs> no, no. A very special episode tonight of Punky Brewster. Of a, of a, of a, of a or, colorful uh, panel. Yeah. <laughs> she told me to give you shit for that. She, <laughs> I, I was drunk. I posted it. And Sue's like, what, what the fuck did you just do? What did you just do? She hit me up so quick. That's my girl. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we got a very special episode. And, and to start off with, uh, other than Jay, the regular panelists are not here. And, uh, and there's a reason for that, because we're going to do a deep dive on Black Panther. And uh, I'm telling you right now that... Hi. I'm telling you right now <laughs> that if you, haven't, if you have not seen the movie, don't listen to this episode, okay? I mean, according to the numbers I'm seeing, the world has seen this movie. So mm-hmm. you got no excuse, but, you know, put it down if you haven't seen it. Put this episode down. Go see it right away and mm-hmm. then come back. And we're going to have this, uh, this deep dive conversation about Black Panther. So uh, let's introduce uh, the panelists. Uh, first of all, well, Jay Whitaker, introduce yourself. Everybody knows Jay. Hey, good morning, hey. good afternoon, good you? evening, good morrow. Uh, my name is Jay Whitaker. I'm actor, comedian, host of uh, the Incredibly Vocal Minority Podcast. And I play a coach on Disney Channel. I play a fucking role model, all right? <laughs> I play a fucking role model. And um, yeah, uh, follow me on the social medias at It's Jay Whitaker and come to my show March 2nd and 3rd at Wise Guys Ogden. That's about it. I'm being Carson City in May. I'll, I'll <laughs> I got. I, you I, really going to Carson yeah, City? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just sorry. Like May 7th. Hey, I'm not because I was like, I saw the, I was like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's, I saw the rate. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, well, if it, yeah, well, if they're paying yeah, help. They're paying me good money. If you're so. getting the money, then go ahead. <laughs> Kiki is here. Hello, everyone. Kiki Furia here, cosplayer, geeky girl next door. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, Vero. Uh, yeah. That's me. <laughs> that new one, Vero. <laughs> Vero, whatever. Like it's weird. It's a weird social media platform so far. Both uh, Kiki and Kari returning champions. Oh, hello. Hi, We're inseparable at this point. We're, I like, know, right? At the hip. Yes. My girl. I love it. my girl. Um, you can find me on Twitch TV at Peachy Kari. Everything else is under Peachiest Kari, including Instagram and Twitter. Don't follow me on Twitter. It's a bad. It's just. It's where I go to put my feelings, and there's a lot of them. Don't Did, do that. Didn't you get banned from Kickstarter? <sighs> oh, from Twitter. Yeah, that was that's that was my, that's why I follow. That's why I follow I think, your Twitter. I think there's a story there, but yeah, you know. we'll worry about it. It's about it's about butts. So about butts and Mike Pence and butts. Yeah. Well, oh mother, he's hungry. You win some, you lose some. I tried to oh, donate to a Kickstarter, and they told me I was permanently banned. I was like, I can't even give you money. So, <laughs> uh, and of course. Uh, Dr. Paul White is here. Yes, I'm Paul H. White. I'm a professor at the University of Utah, and I'm a social psychologist. I can be found, my I'll give you the personal, it's the Dr. Zeal, Z-I-L, White, 
on mm-hmm. Twitter. Um, if you're interested in topics on prejudice and stereotyping, attitudes and persuasion, contact me. Look me up. Do you have an Instagram? I'm trying to look you up now. Uh, no, okay. I don't have an Instagram. Yeah, Good man. Because why would I take pictures of myself? And post <laughs> no, but you, post, you posted pictures of when you had the high top fade and shit. What? Oh, I, oh, I need to see that. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, 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 Paul, I need yeah. to see that. Yeah, no, no. It's a great <laughs> It's just like the Jerry Curl pictures. I've destroyed them. <laughs> There's a reason why I'm I'm shaved bald now. Stress. And also joining us, Stefan. Hello. Yes, uh, Stefan Watson, uh, host of the Crack Brain podcast and uh, everything uh, Crack Brain kind of related with entertainment. Um, you can find me over on Instagram, Twitter under uh, the Cracked Brain for the business account or the just the regular me account as Cracked Brain Cospod. All right, nice. and Robert. Hi, Robert Neal. Um, I am. He's the guy Joking. I see at, at Dr. Volts every Wednesday. Is the guy. Oh, man, you're going to out me. You're going to find me now. <laughs> we know. Um, fourcolorcoverage.com and Instagram or Twitter at Shadowrunner. All right. Black Panther, let's... Uh, well, but, but we... Hey. Oh, oh. oh we hi. can't do this without our... Our Agent Ross, all right? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, our Agent Ross for this episode. I'm never at Ross today. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie Jackson. Uh, Thank you. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. All right, so Black Panther. Uh, I threw out, as you noted, Jay, I threw out on my Facebook uh, any questions for (laughs) for a special colorful panel. (laughs) I was, I, was, I was drunk. I was drunk. He, he thought it was satire. That's a good way, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, it's a spectrum I, carry. I did it in the kitchen. I get to the bed, and there's Sue. What the fuck? Is <laughs> yeah. your, your wife, who is not white. No. <laughs> what the fuck did you just do? And I'm like, I thought it was... I, oh. And she said, give him shit for and this. And that's when she... <laughs> this this was I her. I totally forgot. Yeah, this whole thing was her idea, by the way. She she's the one behind all this. She oh, said that'd be yay. a great idea, and I went, duh, of course. And what another is. thing, you know, th- this this is a good idea, and it's also a bad idea, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I'm sad that we didn't do this with Wonder Woman, yeah. mm. but at that time, I was being counseled by a friend of mine who was also a feminist, and she said, Carrie, do not treat Wonder Woman any differently huh. than you would any other superhero movie because then it's different huh. and it needs mm-hmm. to be a superhero movie and i listened to her and i said yes you're right and and i that was my approach uh, on the whole wonder woman thing it was about three weeks after that that i realized that was a mistake mm-hmm. that i think this is something that needed to be looked at and and focused on and talked about and uh so i i, I when when jay presented this opportunity i went great Let's do this. Redemption. Because there, there are people who are saying that this should be treated, and I agree with them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the good, bad thing. It should be treated as just another Marvel movie, and that's true. Mm-hmm. So we should, we should look at it on those mm-hmm. merits. But at the same time, we'd be ignorant if we didn't realize the importance of Black Panther, Wonder Woman. It, it, they, they are important in this whole grand scheme, and we're going we're gonna to get to that. Uh, coming up, but let's let's talk about how awesome the movie is first. We have reviewed it on Geek Show. We did spoiler-free review, but, yeah. but now I think we let's because we've warned them all. This yeah, is a spoiler-filled episode. It's on you. It's on you. Let's hear it. 
I don't know. Do we give him like three seconds to remember? Oh, maybe we should actually turn this off now. (laughs) (laughs) They should already know. Too late. Too late. Who wants to start? First off, actually, no. Fuck it. Um, I'm. I'm, Y'all. 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 Y'all do it. Double dog dare you. (laughs) <laughs> who's whose first time is it in this basement? Yeah, we got three. We got three. over here. Everyone uh, over here. Yeah, <laughs> the first time the solid. Well, first we're gonna have to haze you. So. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie loves uh, sorority hazing rituals. Let me go get the peacock feathers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Really? That's, where's, that's where's your the, thing? Where's the paddle, <laughs> Carrie? Where's and the paddle? <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> Tell me more. Yes. Well, if it's spoiler, it I'll, is. We're, okay, we're going in. The, this is what I said when we did SLC Wakanda. Okay. Which was dope. It was. Yeah. Oh, and, and before, oh, where, can, no. where can we get that so that people, um, if they yeah. want to go listen to that? I got to fucking start giving y'all admin rights because, God damn it. Um, it's uh, at the SLC sit down. Sit down's one word. <sighs> yeah. Fuck, man. What did I put it under? Um, just type in SLC Wakanda on the internet. That shit should pop up. Yeah, okay. hashtag, 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 hashtag SLC, SLC Wakanda. Wakanda or, or the pages, the SLC sit It's down. on that shit. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, sorry. Go, Go ahead, ahead, Dr. Paul. We still so I, I, the way I thought about it was from, I called it the Alpha and the Omega. From the very beginning of the film, when you have the little boy asking, tell me a story of home. Exactly. Yes. Which then, when you figure out who it is, uh, well, there's something we can talk about that later too. Um, but the very last words in the regular part of the movie, before the credits, the little boy asked to T'Challa, "Who? Who are you?" That, that From, was the, and that was the perfect end. Yes, because that, that was so, so important. Well yeah. Of here's you know I'm looking for home. Who are you? And that seemed to be a theme throughout the entire You're movie. Right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yes. Mm. But it was also good that he didn't answer. He just smiled, mm-hmm. right. and it cuts to black, and it's like that was the perfect ending because there's so many things you could say, you know, son, king, warrior, Black Panther. Killmonger. Just a guy. Mm. <laughs> Savior. Yeah, yeah, any number of things. Avenger. 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 Ooh, yeah. Well, not yet. Illuminati. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> Illuminati. That is true. <laughs> He's there. He's there. Mm-hmm. Y'all haters corny with that old Illuminati. You forgot King Illuminati of the Dead. Illuminati That's right. Yeah, King of the King Dead. Of the dead. Um, fucking Daredevil for a minute. Daredevil. Yeah. 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 Black right. Panther did. He, oh, he didn't put everybody's job. Yeah. He didn't done everybody's job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, had, like he's a king, and he, he's just like, fine, I'll fucking do it. All right. <laughs> so, so he's the next Haman from the Headleys. <laughs> yeah. How many job you got, man? How many? Job you got? <laughs> I lead the way. Jobs. <laughs> I lead the way. Uh, the movie was incredible for me. Uh, it, it's like I talked about this before. Uh, before everybody got here. I had to actually decompress. I had to pull away from this movie and go watch other black films. And like, which fucked me up. You know, I went back and watched Creed, which was dope. I mean, Creed Creed still holds up. So good. Um, I watched Blade. I watched Magnificent Seven with Denzel. Watched a few. and And it's hard to watch those films now because you just see what Black Panther was and the significance of it, like, wow, we're really, this culture is being celebrated on such a magnificent stage and it's hard to like, all right, man, we are being represented as thugs and hoodlums Mm -hmm. and bastards, you know, in Crete. I mean, he's a, he's a, I mean, and like, it's just, it's just a wonderful film and then, but you look at the two, you know, with Michael B. Jordan, Chadwick Boseman, you have to look at their career trajectory as well and look at the roles that they've played throughout their career. They've pretty much been the same character. I mean, I'm not saying they're, they're mm-hmm. typecast, but 
Michael B. Jordan's always been like the underdog, the fighter. He's always fighting for something, the one who's counted out. Chadwick Boseman's always been the man. He's played Jackie Robinson. He's played Thurgood Marshall. He's played James Brown. He's always the man. They're, they're dealing with some sort of... In- he's dealing with the internal struggle of being a man. But, I mean, like, they couldn't have picked two more perfect people to, to be a part of this mm-hmm. film. I mean, like, when you, like, that's just those two. You know, and I, we could talk about oh, the, 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 the brilliance of... Yeah, the, 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 the entire ensemble. The, yeah, but with those two, le- like, leading the way... They're the perfect characters to play, you know, because I always thought, well, maybe what if Chadwick was Killmonger and what if Michael B. Jordan was Black Panther? I was like, there's no way they could do it mm-hmm. because you, you, you go go back and watch Creed and tell me that's Killmonger in, in some boxing gloves. It's it's it, he's all he was Killmonger way before. Like, this is a role that he was designed to play. Right. And then go watch any Chadwick Boseman movie where he's just playing the best black person of all time. <laughs> Pick one. That's on his, it's on his business card. Yeah. Right. The thing I'm, is, is... I'm here to play the best, best black person when, of all when he, when he, When Chadwick Boseman is done, who's going to play Chadwick Boseman in the bio? <laughs> you. <laughs> no, it's that little black kid who asked, who are you? Are you? Yes. Yes. That's, That's right. right. That's right. And, when I, and when I saw that, I had a lot of emotions uh, about that. I thought, That's so very cool because I picture... Any little kid looking mm-hmm. up at his hero, but especially a kid from Oakland. And then I got thinking also, the geek side of me kicked in. And I went, ah, uh, that's the end of the Star Wars movie with that little kid with the broom. Yes. Same, it's exactly. exactly. Same. Yes. It's the and, same thing. And, and right. he has, as they have been in Star Wars, because of Luke, been inspired to be something better. Right. Do, mm-hmm. the, do something right. And that's, that's what I saw there. Was, was this kid being inspired by that hero. And I thought about myself reading comic books as a kid, being mm-hmm. inspired as a hero. And then I got thinking, how cool yes. that, this, that this new generation mm-hmm. has this. Mm-hmm. This movie had a lot of, it's funny you brought that up about Star Wars, because it had a lot of a flow of like, I saw a little bit of like a formula from like Phantom Menace, and my friend pointed that out to mm. me that I watched it with, mm. about the political standpoint, and then the mm. way the battles happened, and I was like, wow, yeah, I can kind of see that, so I thought that was interesting that you so, brought that up, so. Uh, so, so Shout out to you, Drew, for catching that. <laughs> so to all the people who said Wakanda ain't a real place, hey, neither is Star Wars, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Hogwarts, or, or Narnia. Yeah. 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 Um, my... I felt like with this movie, I mean, I I knew of Black Panther on a very basic level. Um, didn't read any of his comics, but I just knew of him from the other like mm-hmm. stories and whatnot. But again, being black, being able to see a superhero, I love superheroes to the tenth power. I love just everything that superheroes represent, and to be in the movie theater to see this happening, it was like being home. And it was just mm. like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. I'm booking a flight to Wakanda right now. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, an Atlanta airport has a direct flight. Exactly. I know. I, I saw know. that tweet. <laughs> I was like, ah. Well, I, actually, I, I, I have a story about that. Uh, <laughs> I can't recall where I found this. It might have been, oh, it's a Hollywood reporter. Um, the Afrofuturic Wonderland from Black Panther is not a real physical place, but Wakanda. A small village about an hour outside of Chicago, Illinois, is, and the actual Wakandans would really like it if you stopped calling and asking about vibranium. (laughs) This is a small town in Illinois, and it's spelled W-A-U-C-O-N-D-A. And they've been receiving emails and phone calls from people with questions about Wakanda, then T'Challa, and the vibranium. (laughs) 
notice yeah. they're just asking you to keep it quiet because they don't want anybody to come and actually take it. Right. People, right. people call and shout Wakanda forever and hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love black so, people. <laughs> we are so extra. So extra. So the, I think it's the mayor here. Let me see. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the mayor says, at first I, I was like, is there a full moon out? Is it? Someone just called to ask how we pronounce the village name, and I told him he began yelling Wakanda forever. Uh, so, and then I found out it was from the movie. Uh, Wakanda's name comes from a word that translates to God in the language of the Ka and Osage nations. Huh. In Osage, the word is typically written as W-A-H, period K-O-N, period T-A-H, although it is pronounced Wakanda. Uh, now, asked in Indian country today, whether Marl's borrowing of Wakanda, whether they meant to or it was accidental, uh, you know, if the Osage tribe members, how they felt about that, they said it's a sacred home and place to them. Beyond that, I have no way of knowing if in some real African language this is an actual place name or word that they have as well, but overall I felt no disrespect or misdoing. The movie was great and uplifting. So stop calling Wakanda. Nah, <laughs> fuck that. Give me the number right now. <laughs> Seriously, at least let me shoot a text. But, uh, See, all, all I can imagine is that same, you know, town hall leader and so whatnot. If he's a black guy, sit there. Are you done? <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> Which has become one of my favorite things. By the way. I'm telling you, Winston Duke, done? man, oh Winston Duke. God. He was so good. He was so, so good. He was my favorite. All right, uh, let's uh, let's take a look at. Uh, uh, some uh, some other things about the movie, it's 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 breaking box office records everywhere. Oh. And I and I use this analogy all the time. If you go back twenty years in time and you tell a young Carrie Jackson, "Hey, not only is the Thor movie going to be good, <laughs> but <laughs> but but you're 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 going to get and and start listing all of these. They're going to do Guardians with Raccoon and Groot, <laughs> and they're going to do Black Panther." I would have said that the raccoon and Groot was harder to believe than Black Panther. But for some reason, everybody's the other way around. They're like, wow, this is a surprise. And I'm like, no, this, this guy, and, and Robert knows, and both of you know the history of the character, of course. Mm -hmm. He's been a very important character in the Marvel Comics history for the longest time. Uh, let's see, it was uh, 66. 66. 66. If I'm not mistaken, June or July, 66. Yeah. Before the Black Panther Party was yes, created, exactly. people, so get that out of your head. It, Holy it, yeah. shit. Actually, let's, to follow up on that. Yeah, let's go the there. Comic, uh, Marvel actually changed his name for a while because mm -hmm. they didn't want the association. They changed it to Black mm -hmm. Leopard. Yeah. Oh. And hmm. they were like, oh, no, that really sucks. It went back to Black Panther. Did you see the original? Mm -hmm. The original? The original? I concept idea for Black Panther. No, mm -hmm. this motherfucker's name was Cole Tiger. Yeah. This shit was oh, really oh, yeah. Cole Tiger. And he had I didn't a, know that. And he had a panther. And he had a pet panther. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, of course. There's a lot of different cats in this. <laughs> <laughs> confusing. Like you do, you have a pet panther. Um, but uh, it, it it goes way back. I also had a question in my timeline about I don't know. I saw an awful lot of Avatar ripoff here. I'm like. Mm. I think Black Panther was first. Oh, my God. I yeah. could be wrong. Yes. Because James Cameron has never ripped anything else off. Exactly. Because yes. uh, you got the special metal, the place that's isolated, the whole thing. And I'm like, yeah. Unobtainium. That's, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get yeah, out of guys. here. Look into some history. Look yeah. into some Dances history. Dances with Fern Gully. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Avatar. That's yeah. what I that's, saw. Yeah. Right. That's it's what I saw. in space. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so look into the history of the character and, and see that it has always been a, a really important character in Marvel history. And I, 
I know he was like, what, in the Fantastic Four is where he showed up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fantastic yeah. Four 52 in July 66. In July With 66. With the weird looking eyes in the, in the mask. Yeah. That shit yeah. fucks with me every time, man. <laughs> well, then he had the cutout part here yeah, yeah. Yeah. for his mouth. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. <laughs> Do your thing. So, I mean, he's always been a very important character. And when he showed up in Civil War, I thought it was just such a brilliant oh, character mm-hmm. to put in there because... Uh, you needed someone who was not going to take sides yeah. initially, someone who could, you know, be wise and figure it out. And 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 here was this character from Marvel history, and we didn't get an origin. We didn't need an origin, yeah. which was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. He just showed up and was badass and did his thing. Smooth and uh, and so I I just thought a brilliant way of introducing him in Civil War, and it it just made sense. And here we go into Wakanda. Now, the great thing about the Marvel universe, to me anyway, one of the great things. Is that it? It's not. It doesn't take place like DC Metropolis. Mm-hmm. You know, it, what what is Metropolis? What is Gotham City? I, I'm I'm told that Gotham's supposed to be Chicago. I don't no, know. Gotham's no, Gotham's supposed to be in Jersey. Yeah, it's Jersey. Jersey. And Metropolis yeah. is in fucking Delaware. Yeah, Delaware. Yeah, I used yeah. to do a bit about that. Yeah, I haven't yeah, done that joke in a minute. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two, two so, years and and to me, tonight. that's why Marvel. I think it. it you know, to me personally, it, it it made more sense because it was it was in the real world. It mm-hmm. was in New York, but now we have Wakanda, and it's on the internet. There are folks who are frightened of this, and I don't know why, but they are frightened of this because here comes this country. I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go there. Breitbart.com, terrible website. Ben Shapiro. It's Ben, it's ben Shapiro who sounds like a cartoon ant. Yes. Did a review of this where he said. Trump is Black Panther. What? Because he's he wants secure borders. Help me out, Kari. Was, I can't. He wants secure borders. He doesn't want race mixing was one of them. It was like <laughs> building a wall. And he's like, but the wall is like some sort of magical vibranium. Like, <laughs> and then also, like, what is it? Like warmongering resources. Yes. Like, and, then, and then he went further with it and said that Killmonger was Black Lives Matter. Yeah, that's, yep. He was saying that Killmonger was like militant black nationalism, which is not, I know the two aren't the same as Black Lives Matter. I'm not exactly. conflating the two. But he, they do. Yeah. That's, that's part of, that's a whole part of the problem. Ben Shapiro was saying that Killmonger as the terrorist is comparable to Black Lives Matter, which, you know, they've killed so many people. Black right, Lives right, Matter yes. has murdered oh, yeah. so many. Sarcasm. Uh, Sarcasm none, for those, none people, for those uneducated. Black, <laughs> lives, <laughs> black <laughs> lives Matter has killed nobody. No, I mean, not they, one person. They, they have been demonized. Yeah. Uh, they've not harmed anyone either. They don't have even an injury count. No, no. So. It, it was started by, by mothers. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ben Shapiro was using yeah. it. He was like, well, if, if the people behind Wakanda can get behind no race mixing, he's like, my agenda is very clearly represented in Black Panther. He was like trying to like spin it around in the most <laughs> disingenuous bad faith way. And then that and that means that he didn't even really pay attention. No. No. He did not pay attention to why Wakanda is special and why it's there. It's because y'all haven't interfered. That's part of the They deal. never they weren't colonizers. Yes. They, Wakandans had the ability they could have taken over the world mm-hmm. at certain like times during history mm-hmm. and they never did. And that's why it's so That's kind of nice of them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's kind of I mean actually yeah, like by the grace of you know the Bast. yeah by the grace of Bast they had not <laughs> colonized anybody and so Ben Shapiro through his colonizer you know white lens because I can only speak to that as you know um, was projecting his own ideals onto Wakanda 
It was shut up and go away from me, <laughs> colonizer. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's get a, a, a brief history for people who may have seen Black Panther and didn't quite understand. Let's let's talk about colonization and Africa, and and why Wakanda is a special place because it was not touched. It was able to, on right. its own, mm-hmm. progress and succeed uh, without interference. And without help. Well, if you if you remember in the in that in the opening scene, and they were talking about how the world moved on. Mm-hmm. One of the things you see is people, people being ships, ships. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. in chains. Yes, and that's something with you think about with this society with this group. You know, they they're progressing. They're smart. They're intelligent. They, and one of the things I always loved about it, even the character, but it's the, I love the way they did it in the movie too. You see the tradition. Mm-hmm. It's old tradition. Yeah. And it, but it's new technology. Yeah, it's right. not just you know they're they they have the gods, but they also have the science and Twitter. But, right, and, twi- yeah, and Twitter. <laughs> Delete that footage. <laughs> that yeah. So that's and that's part of it is that they did not have another outside group coming in and telling them what to do, and Killmonger in a lot of ways does that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, Nakia in some ways tries to do that, but from a different angle. Mm-hmm. Right. Because she, because she talked about, I've been out there. I've seen what's going on. This is the beginning of the movie. Yes, yeah, Lapita Nyong'o's character. Yeah, right. we can do things to help these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I yeah. think she was trying to, you know, it wasn't trying to bring the outside influence in necessarily. Exactly. It was trying to take the Wakandan influence outside. and spread it to the world, right? Mm-hmm. And show them you don't have to kill everybody that you see that you don't like to solve a problem. Right. Right. So it's not that they have to be walled off. But that's what with colonization, a lot of countries, a lot of places, that's what it was. It was other groups coming in and enforcing their will and their way of life and thinking. Hmm. That I mean, I, I love the there's the scene with you know, they're in South Korea and they're being shot at with the guns, and Okoya is going. <laughs> Guns, so primitive. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's just like it's She's like we've evolved past yeah, that. It's like, yeah. Yeah. that's so two thousand and late, right there. <laughs> there is one thing that I actually really noticed is there's a difference between the way that Wakandans handle conflict, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. minimize bloodshed, and it's to be as like uh, as do no harm as humanly possible. The, the Wakandans are kind of truly like the prime directive personified mm-hmm. the like you know do do no harm like do not interact kind yeah, of non-interference yeah non-interference and it's really interesting because their way of conflict conflict resolution you can see it's not mired in bloodshed and pain and trauma it's mired in like a very stable and like how can we preserve this how can we preserve our culture kind of way and it's and the fear of losing and that. the fear of mm-hmm. losing that yeah and the fear is the only real poison in them because mm-hmm. they don't have that long-term fear or trauma that's related to being like african-american as opposed of course you guys i can't speak to that but yeah. I, like as like a white person observing that movie it was really interesting to see how Kind and gentle Wakandans truly are mm-hmm. in comparison to. And even then, and even then, he was like, "You have to yield. I'm not gonna right. kill you. Mm-hmm. Your people need you. Your people yeah, right. need you." Yeah. And that was showing T'Challa's wisdom that he had learned at the foot of his father, mm-hmm. who was like, mm-hmm. "We've done this, and we've kept our way of life for so long." Yeah. And even whether or not you want to get into how right or wrong they were to maintain that, he's like, "No, I've learned that there is a better way to do this." And it's not to kill you and take you away from your people who look up to you for whatever and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's just, it's just a, that's echoing just black on black crime in general. I yeah. mean, and then it's just, 
I can't tell you how many scraps I got into when I lived in L.A. as a kid. And we, it's just like we handled it with fists and it was just done. Yeah. It's just done because you, either that, mm-hmm. motherfuckers get shot. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so it's just like, so watching that part was just like, uh yeah. Well, and, and and that was an, an interesting uh, juxtaposition in, in the film. There was the, uh, the, the black experience in America, the African-American experience. Mm-hmm. But then there's the African experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And both characters experienced two different uh, ways of being grown up, but they intersected. I, I, I was just brilliant the way yeah. that they told the story of both experiences. Right. Yeah, and, you and were allowed an hard. Ide- like a complex identity as, mm. as a black person human yeah. being in this world it was really interesting because it brought the idea of like uh, African like there's a different relationship between African Americans and, and Africans there's mm-hmm. always correct? been yeah. Yeah. go to always. go to any barbershop and yeah. you're yeah. <laughs> no swear true. no oh, I know the I'm barbershop true. I go to you make your hair uh, jokes now that's insensitive Jay <laughs> Oops, my bad Damn, my bad, Jay. Robert, my bad to the two bald you? brothers at the end <laughs> 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 no um no at the barbershop I go to um there's um my barber, he's 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 black, African American, and then we have another barber who's from South Sudan. I'm telling you, an African won't sit in that in an African American's chair. It just mm. it just won't happen. It's just, and we've had, like we've had this dialogue before, especially uh, with uh, with there's an Ethiopian gentleman in particular that we've had this dialogue, and I was like, why is this shit happening? And and, and it, that there's layers to when you watch that shit. Uh, it, that's what that's what's so fucking if that's what I've seen Black Panther three times it made me cry three times in a row mm-hmm. and it's because I it, it's such a, it's so hard to watch because you you look at this place that has that has never been touched never been colonized and you think fuck we could have been that I mean mm-hmm. minus the vibranium but we could have been <laughs> yeah. like but we could have been like that we could have been that and it's just and it's and it, but you're like I'm stuck in this and I have to deal with this so that's why I watch Killmonger and I'm like fuck yeah man I I I get you because I'm I'm tired of dealing with this shit that I have to continuously do every day despite the way I look the way the way that I'm just brought up in this and the system that is designed to fuck me over and I'm not making excuses. It's just how it is. I mean, take take a look at this fucking movie, who's, which is grossed a shit ton of money, and it's 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 aimed at a demographic that spends the most money and makes the least. And it's mm. like, and it's yeah, we basically just made Disney a fuck ton of money again. And I'm like, yes. God damn it! Like, but where's like what happens now? Well, I, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. and I don't mean to go. I don't mean to go that I direction. Was, but I was, it's so. I was saving that question for the yeah. end, but but what happens now? I think what we're seeing is that uh, we're, we're, we got so many talented people on this film, and they're all going to work. They're all going to work from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think what happens now is that we don't have to do special episodes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm, I, I'm, I'm being facetious, but we, we don't have to have these you know, disagreements or conversations. We can just go, wasn't that great? That was fucking great, wasn't it? Someday, not in my lifetime. Someday, so. you know. I really hope so because it's. I'm, I'm tired. Like, you know, even I was fucking with Kiki before the episode. <laughs> uh, it's, it's 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 it plays on uh, racism, African Americans versus Africans. Plays on colorism. Mm-hmm. No, I was just gonna say. It plays on the 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 movie The Jabari Tribe. Plays on poor blacks versus. Yes. Uh, 
you know, just the the, uh, the Wakandas in the Golden City, which is basically T'Challa's tribe, and uh, as as the chieftain of the Panther tribe, it's it's so there's so many fucking layers, and like to ask that question at the end of the film, who are you? It, fuck, it's I don't know that. Like I was like, that's what break, that's what fucking because yeah. it's just like, God damn it, I could have been that, but I'm this, but I want to be this, and I just. Sorry, I'm well, no, because because there, there's two. I was thinking two points on that. One ah. is when you think about the the different tribes and to bring it into kind of because I it's the same reason why I love Marvel. It mm-hmm. is that real world kind of feel mm-hmm. to it. When you looked at the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s for what, and you had the my the great migration from the south to the north to get jobs to find employment, and you had you had blacks, African Americans who were moving up. In SES, they're you know they're becoming middle and upper middle class and and rich. A lot of them, because of the structure and white supremacy in our society, they still had to live in those neighborhoods. They still had to live mm-hmm. in those areas. Mm-hmm. So that's what I thought about one of the things with Wakabi or with Wakanda and thinking the Jabari tribe. That was interesting that they didn't. It wasn't they were gone. No. They were still within that area. They were still in. They were still yeah, in the area, were, but but they yeah. chose to be. Yeah, separate. but they kind of separated themselves. Yeah. Kind of like, and part of it is, maybe the rich Wakandans would have moved out if they could have, mm-hmm. but we don't know. The other thing I always think about too is the thinking African and African American, the ancestral plane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had we saw <laughs> really four characters go into the ancestral plane. Yeah, three of those characters. When you saw them, they were in white. Mm-hmm. One wasn't Killmonger. Yes, right. he was the only one who wasn't. Right. Even when he his ancestral plane huh. was in Oakland, oh. and oh. all I could think and it's, this I give credit and bow to the white she devil mm-hmm. when we were talking about this. So wait, you got to clarify that shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my, my my wife is um, um, shall we say not black? Okay, and, <laughs> and so and this is where. It, the white she devil comes from undercover brother. Mm-hmm. She uh, and my stepdaughter, they gave them the, it's a movie. I should watch. Yeah. Yes, they gave them movie. themselves the nickname. I didn't give it to them. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I keep her kind of yeah. anonymous in social media. Things. Okay, but, um, <laughs> but we were talking about after this was, it was her first time, my fourth time seeing it. Um, and we were talking about that very scene and she goes, is that different races? And I was like, well, no, they're not. I mean, they're all, bu- well, actually, mm-hmm. I was like, not race, but different ethnicities right. in a lot of ways. You had the African, the Wakandan, and you had the African-American. And she said, oh, because she was assuming Killmonger's mom may be white. And I was like, oh, no, I wasn't assuming that, but I was assuming he's African-American. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why he he's not in tune that to makes, that kind of. From a storytelling um, standpoint, right. that makes but sense. But he still got to go to the ancestral plane. Though. Yeah. That's the cool thing is yeah. he still got to go. Right. But he just wasn't fully there. But yet. I think that the ancestral plane would be relative to anyone, or would be specific to anyone who went to the plane. It would be my home that I've known is Baltimore. Right. So mine would probably reflect that, as opposed to Jay's reflecting Southern California. Carrie's <laughs> Carrie's being the probably from the farm. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I think that no matter where who you are, being able to go to the plane and, and relate to your ancestors. In your environment was the important thing, not that it was the plane. It was that this is where you right. are comfortable, where your home is in your head or heart. But that's why, and I agree, I see that, but that was why I was saying it was interesting that his father, 
mm-hmm. was in the white mm-hmm. gown mm-hmm. or white dress, just kind of like T'Challa was when mm-hmm. he went into. That's no, why you're that's, right. it was. It was just kind of this really nice mix of like, wow, okay. <laughs> and can I? keep that going with yeah. my Trishel plane just because for me so seeing that movie a second time I cried harder <laughs> um the second time um just because this this scene that scene with Killmonger going to the instructional plane to talk to his dad really got to me and I immediately started crying actually right when uh Nujubu, right that was his name Nujubu. 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 Yeah. yeah when he says no tears for me yes. yeah. that got me just because of the stereotypes that we hear about father and sons uh, mm-hmm. in, in black culture and black families, the relationship between the father and the son, but even for daughters as mm-hmm. well, because mm-hmm. for exactly. me, not having a, a connection to my father and just actually, again, um, and I'm quoting Lex Scott from our SLC sit down when she said to be woke also kind of brings anger. Mm-hmm. And once you find out the truth about things, you can't help it. You know what I mean? And so looking at that, looking at his father, like you chose to keep him here too for your own initiatives and whatnot. Therefore, this is the son that you have, you have in front of you right now. So I don't know, for me, it was just this idea of like parents, you guys got to talk to your kids. You got to tell them the truth, let them process information on their own. Hopefully they make the right decisions as well though, because that's all you can do. Um, But I can tell that like just seeing Killmonger's face, it was just like, I mean, him crying, he's angry. I feel like what I'm doing is right. And his father almost couldn't argue with them, too, mm-hmm. because he had the same thoughts. I don't, it just well, because Yeah, because in uh, Sterling K. Brown, who was a brilliant, like, brilliant. awesome cam- cameo, like, oh, yeah. shit, we get this, too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, he, when he shows up, it, he even says it, his first five minutes. He's like, they don't have the tools or the resources right. to help them. And so, it, it uh, Killmonger's, it, 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 it's such a, He's not a villain. He's not no, a villain. And, 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 and I'm not. telling you, Killmonger is a guy that just misses fucking home. And like, if I'm sorry, like I, I'm not a Utah native. I've been here for 14 years, and it, I'm not saying like Utah is a beautiful place, but it's just like I fucking miss home. I go home to California, and I, I, I it's like coming home to Wakanda because there's this culture that I completely have this note have the, have the, I, I feel this disconnect. And it's just, and because I'm, and, and just even just how he had to go up through the military and all mm-hmm. the, and just all this shit, that seems to be our only way out to see, to see the fucking world is the military or the government. And then we just get lost in that shit. And it just, it just, it's, Killmonger's character is very, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a kid that misses home. Right. It's that, but he's also, to go to Kiki's point. He's not the villain, or as the mm-hmm. as the saying goes, the villain is the hero in his own story. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. And everything that he did, he I mean, he spells it out. Everything I've done was to get to this point, right. To get back home to it was just in, yeah. in my eyes, this is just. And I mean, he reminded me the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, Malcolm X, the by any right. means necessary. necessary, right? Or even to you know use a Marvel uh, connection, Magneto right. in the X Men mm-hmm. movies, yeah. Right. And yeah. He was right. totally yeah. like. My justification for this is what we've been through, right. or what I had to get through to get to this point. Yeah, right. Right. It's, yeah, and, it's, and it's it's no different than Magneto. And yeah. like you said, like at the end of the day, it's just the connections. We 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 are so disconnected. We are looking and and just craving a connection to home. Which even mm-hmm. like Paul said, the beginning of the story. I can't, I'm sure we all have sit here and heard stories from our parents. Let me tell you a story about this, mm-hmm. about our history, about our past. Yeah. It's the connection that we crave. And it was, it was really, for me, when they started off with 
tell me of home or right. tell me a story. Yeah. What kind of story do you want? Mm-hmm. Tell me of home. Oh, home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just to hear that and to know that they're letting people in on the story, but it's also telling T'Challa the tribal history of right. the Wakandans was a beautiful thing for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, like, it's because people, the, the reason why that part is so important is because fucking black history has been tried to, it's mm-hmm. so many times they tried to erase it from existence so right. we don't know who the fuck we are. And that's why, and that's why you get the Killmongers is because we don't have we don't we don't have access to yeah, our history. When you don't have mm-hmm. access to your history, it makes you frustrated, and you, ha- you lose a sense of so identity. Far. I'm sorry, I should have had pre-workout well, before I came. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, see, and that's one thing that, for myself personally, when we were talking uh, a little bit ago about colonization, it's something that not a lot of people actually understand about well, black well, culture. Let's do it. Let's go. Exactly where you know I I did try to go and do an ancestry in me, and I got back maybe I think about six or seven generations, and then gone. Right. And that was it. Whereas my wife, she did hers, and we can cle- it's like we can go clear back to almost like fifteen, you know, the fifteen hundreds and whatnot. And when I tried to go and actually explain to her, like, look, Tiff, um, re- well, my my wife, um, she's white as well. <laughs> I will not call her the Cheeto. <laughs> She'll come for you, yeah. And, nah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it, you know, we we had this this conversation where I was like, look, uh, figure it this way: we got off the boat. And that's where everything stopped for us, you know, so I can get back literally that far, you know, I can get back to the very first plantation on my mother's side and on my father's side. And that's it. So that's why when, you know, looking at some of these things as far as, you know, like why these connections and why these bonds are so strong, it's literally because it's almost like dealing with a person that has no past. All they have is what they know currently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like we cling on to that and go, this is me. This is me. This Mm -hmm. is what I know. And and Mm -hmm. I want people to think about that because that, that ancestry because yeah. I can trace Ireland. I, yeah. I know I, I can go and, and, and find everybody. But, but with you guys, it stops. Yeah. And that's it. I know so many people who base their whole personalities on, oh, we're descendant of yeah. English kings or whatever it yeah. is. And yes. they, that, that's a big part of their life. Imagine not having that now. Right. It just stopped at this point. For, you know, it, 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 that, that, that's something that, that a lot of folks don't relate to because they have that and, and, and y'all don't. I'll give, you know? you a, I'll give you a prime example. My last name. My last name is a British last name. My, my, the, as, the, as far back as I've truly traced my ancestry, it goes back to Trinidad and Tobago. Whitaker, the, the only the one thing that I latched onto as a kid when I did my whole research and found out that Whitaker was a British name. It comes from White Acres. Okay, that was a sign of nobility in the in the old country of, of, of Great Britain. Colors were black and silver. If anybody that knows me personally knows, I love the Raiders, L.A. Kings, <laughs> anything black and silver. And it's three diamonds. That's that's our coat of arms. Think about that. I had to latch on to some history that most likely tenuous. ain't fucking mine. It's, it's yeah. tenuous. Yeah. At best. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 it's. But that's how that's I I I latched onto that, and that's been my go-to. I don't. Like seriously, I'm wearing black and silver right now. It's just and and that's just how I fucking. But yeah. think think about that for a second. Yeah. If right. you're listening, right. I well, had to latch onto that, and I'm 34. And that's one of the things that I think that hit me at the very beginning too, with the "Tell me a story, tell me of home." Um, as a Southerner, mm-hmm. as someone who's African American, you know, that's the oral traditions are there. Mm-hmm. That's something that's always been there. And so that tell me a story, pass down the story, tell me how we got to be who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, 
one of the things I thought about is this, you know, it can resonate for blacks mm-hmm. and African-Americans. Mm-hmm. It can, but it can resonate. That, that opening can resonate for anyone yeah. right. who is searching for home and mm-hmm. the diaspora. We all are, in, especially in this country, unless you are native indigenous, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we come from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right. And at some point, that history gets lost. Mm-hmm. But we want to know that history because everybody wants to know where they came from. Right. And we, I can, we can talk later about, you know, think about one of the most indelible images and memories of the book and movie Roots, that mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. People may not have seen it, but they know, you know. I'm Kunta Kinte. Mm-hmm. I'm not Toby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Saying your name, mm-hmm. which is also that who are you kind of piece to it, mm-hmm. is so your important identity. for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in uh, some African countries and cultures, in a- I know in some Asian countries and cultures, it's not your last name that's the, or no. it's your last <clears throat> name that's important. But, and yeah. that's what people will mess up because I've seen this with some of my students where they'll get people call them Lee. And it's like, no, that's their last name. It's it's their surname is the important thing mm-hmm. because that's the tradition that's the connections. If you know Iceland, that you know the I learned that about the way their last names are. It's their sons and daughter mm-hmm. at the end of it. You know Johnson is the son of John. I mean, there's so many of that. We want those connections. Odin's son, yeah, mm-hmm. Odin's son, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's one of the things. This that's where this movie could. That's why I think for anyone who is searching. This movie can give them some answers. Yeah. And I just want to plug for those who have said that, oh, this is just a movie. It's just a Marvel movie. You can't pull anything important out of it. or any- What? What? Listen, I pull something important out of every and Marvel thank movie. Thank you. Yes. 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 Guardians of the Galaxy 1 yeah. and 2. Oh, right. oh yeah. yeah. And that's what is so bizarre. <laughs> I'm a movie buff, so just hearing that is a pet peeve of mine because I do. I pull a message. What is the director saying? What is he yes. trying to pass on to you? Yeah. Whatever the ideas are. And this movie is just packed full It is of it. loaded with message. It is loaded. And so for you to go and sit there and come out and say, meh, I didn't see anything. You weren't watching this movie deep enough. I'm sorry. Yeah. And if you're complaining about the special effects, she didn't see it on IMAX. So, yeah. 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 So I don't want to hear about that anymore. All right. Because those effects are fabulous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. All right. We'll take a break. Tony's mad at me already. For yeah, I can tell. I can tell. All right. Well, after these. Wait. Let's do it. Yeah. After these messages, we'll be right Black. 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 T'Challa. T'Challa. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's going on in February at Dr. Volt's. X Men Red. Jean Grey is back, and she's leading a new team of X-Men. Jean leads Nightcrawler, Namor, and X-23 into battle to restore Xavier's dream of mutant equality. Also, Green Lantern Earth-1. Hal Jordan receives an update to his origin in this new hardcover graphic novel. Earth-1 reimagines Hal as an astronaut who is granted a super-powerful ring from a dying alien and a charge to save the universe from the maniacal, mechanical menace of the Manhunters. Also, Jim Henson's Labyrinth Coronation. Before Sarah braved the labyrinth, Jareth, the Goblin King, rose to power. Witness the exciting origin of the character immortalized by David Bowie in Jim Henson's Labyrinth Coronation. In other news, Dr. Volds want, uh, wants you to take a look at horror comic Tarot. Yeah, divine the future with spooky and beautiful artwork from the 40s and 50s horror comic books. 
Velity Studios, that's V-E-L-L-E-I-T-Y Studios' latest Kickstarter, The Horror Comic Tarot, 78 cards with images from the 40s and 50s horror comics. Reward levels include live online readings from The Boobak, star of Velity Studios' comic Ruthless. Dr. Boltz invites you to back the Kickstarter now to get your horror comic tarot by Velity Studios. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, or are too busy, or have decided to make changes in their diet, and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon, he's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Rico or Kyocera. That should mean something to you. Especially if you're looking for a copier or printer. Because they're considered the highest quality printers and copiers. And Valley Office Systems can put Rico or Kyocera in your office for a lot less than you probably thought. Plus, the service to back them up. Set up your free consultation at valleyofficesystems.com and find out what it's like to have the best. And we're back. All right. Oh, there we go. Oh, the shit that happens off mic. I know. True. When we aren't recording. Um, now, let's, uh, we're, we're going to get into the geeky side of it here eventually. We will. I promise. Because <laughs> I, lo- I was looking at that first half, and I'm like, wow, that's some, that's <laughs> heavy. That's heavy. Is uh, Jay okay? We'll, yeah, I'm get, fine. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get to the geeky stuff, because I got all your questions here, and they're all geek-related. God bless you. But <laughs> let's, let's talk some more about... Another reason that this movie is is so incredibly awesome and important is uh, the Dora Milaje, oh, and yeah. and not just them, but but Shuri. And I'm saying it right now, Shuri. And this is not oh, my idea. Oh. This is not my idea, but I'm there because our DJ is talking about retiring. Put her in that goddamn suit oh, and get yes. Riri. Basically, have a Yes, it would be Riri. And I read. I've been reading those with Riri, it. and I love those. And the first thing I do is I hand them to my niece, and she fucking loves those after I read them. And and then because uh, I'm looking at that, and I'm like, we may not get the Riri Williams story, which mm-hmm. I would have loved, but. Imagine her, yes. and you know you're going to get it in Infinity War. Yeah. Imagine her and Stark oh, back yeah. and oh, forth. Yes. Oh yeah, because uh-huh. because I'm, so I'm telling you, Sh- Shuri, the stuff she's doing. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tony. 
It's yeah. like 1970s over here, and you got the future yeah. right over here with yeah. Shuri. She's showing you up. I'm, she's showing you up. You know and what she's I'm, kicking you out, buddy. <laughs> I'm actually waiting for her not... I mean, the, the Robert Downey Jr. interaction is going to be interesting, but we all know that's going to happen, but... Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for her to meet Doctor Strange and fix those fucking hands because she loves. Oh, yeah. There's one thing Shuri can do. That is beautiful. Yep. Oh, if there's one that. thing Shuri can do, it's fix a broken white boy. No, she was. She was hashtag interracial dating. <laughs> She was one of my favorite characters. She just jumped <laughs> out at me. So she was good. so amazing. Yeah, she was incredible. What and, are those? Right. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Lupita Nyong'o's character, who was a spy, oh, she you so know, beautiful. Yes. I mean, she was a she, she's a spy and a humanitarian you know? and a human, too. Yes. Ugh. And then, and then the Dora Milaje, who appeared in uh, let's see, I want to say the Marvel Knights is when that started. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Reggie Hudlin series. Reggie Hudlin series was when the Dora Milaje appeared. Angela Bassett and all her oh. elegant. And, yes. Oh. She is a queen. queen. Who we, all, we all know she should have been Storm originally. Yes. 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 But I'm and so happy she's in the Marvel she Universe. And deny, deny Gira, or I always say her name wrong, as Okoye. So good. I mean, it's the, those four women, like literally, you watch this movie, everything that's going on is fucking men's fault. Oh, yeah. T'Chaka, fault. Yeah. <laughs> Njobu, fault. Yeah. Killmonger, fault. Fucking yeah. T'Challa, the women are the only mature characters in this, in this film. entire <laughs> film. <laughs> They're the only entire. ones that are like, "Don't shoot!" No, I said, "I said, don't." Sh-. What is wrong with all of you? What is <laughs> wrong with all of Wakabi you? Shit, he sold them out. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Like they're like the men are all like they're all they've got the Luke Skywalker complex. Like I'm gonna go save my friends. I'm gonna go do this. I'm not gonna plan anything. And everyone's yeah. like, "No, don't, don't do that though. That's the stupid thing that yeah. you're doing." Like, <laughs> they ask oh. the they 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 give important answers and they ask important questions. <laughs> like what are those? Like I mean, what just are those? <laughs> Jay and I went and saw it. I, he he invited me by the grace of. Uh, yes. By the grace of Bast to uh, see the show early, two days early. Mm-hmm. And the only noise Jay made the entire time is when Shuri goes, What are those? And we both <laughs> just we couldn't Sneak stop us. laughing. Yeah. For those who don't understand that reference, just type in What are those yes. on Google. Rip and, Vine. Yeah, or yeah, RIP Vine. And just. You'll then you'll get that reference, and so that. But that's that. That's just for you. <laughs> One of my favorite lines. Um, seeing it a second time and that one got me I didn't cry but I was just like mm, yes woman power was when uh, T'Chaka says um, if you weren't so stubborn you'd be a great queen and yeah. Nakia says it is because I am stubborn mm. that I would be a great queen <laughs> and I was like yeah. and yes oh, if I, and she yes. said followed up by if I choose yeah if I choose that's yes, so honey. important because I'm so tired of women just being like accessories to dudes yeah. in movies mm-hmm. you know what I mean like she only exists because T'Challa exists that's not the case yeah. right, with right. her she's like if I want to yeah <laughs> like, if, if I, I want like to yeah, and my stubbornness gets me far damn it like She's like, I can still do what I love. I don't need to rule a nation. I'm fine. Yeah. I just can't. I've heard, I've had people call me stubborn before, and I'm like, Mm-mm, go somewhere else with that. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, that's very stubborn of you, Kiki. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. That's why I love her. One I of the things I love with it, in, and I've said, if there's a way I could just take this and put it inside me somehow, the, mm-hmm. in South Korea, the yes. scene where Akoya throws the, the spear through the car. And it smashes the it sta- mm-hmm. hits the ground. The car smashes into it. They do this quick shot of her, mm-hmm. and she's just leaning over the car and just smiling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
That's confidence. Yeah. That that's a badass. Well, well, that's just oh, yeah, just everything is, about her. You know, is is, is uh, I mean, like we could talk about Sh- Shuri. We could talk about uh, Ramonda or Ramonda. Ramonda. We could talk about um, Nakia. Nakia, but Akoya is really uh, who send a massive message, and to me. When and granted, I'm not a woman, but I was raised by a black woman. I can tell you right now, <laughs> my mom hates a fucking weave. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And my mom wears her hair natural. My sister wears her hair natural. And so when she tosses that wig aside <laughs> on some bullshit, that and and just wear, you know, wear your fucking hair natural. Have and you I mean, seen the notes on the scene for that? Hmm. So Coogler broke down oh, the entire yes. casino fight. Yes, and one of the points that he made was specifically when they're walking in and she's bitching about the wig, mm-hmm. and it's like they're used to wearing their hair natural. They're used to having you know just being who they are, mm-hmm. and this is hiding her honor, her, mm-hmm. her tattoos of being mm-hmm. a Dora. Mm-hmm. And the first thing she does after she's made and does her first two attacks is to whip the wig around and just be like, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he makes that point in there. I mean, it's a really great point oh, yeah. down. Yeah, and the point of the colors between yes, the that, that she crowd. was in the red, Nakia was in the green, and he was in the black. There's a lot of like, little shit that Brilliant. just people miss. And, it, it, it's, and then just... Spoiler alert! Like when, oh, fuck! <laughs> Did I really just say that? Forty-five minutes into this fucking we're there. We're there. Uh, wherever the fuck we're at, uh, but you know when Wakabi bows oh, yes. Yes. and gets down on one knee to her, and it's just like, yeah, we should probably do that more and honor not just honor black women, but honor women in general. Yeah, I mean because, and and by the way, when I saw that. That scene, I saw it for the third time with the entire, well, half of the Utah Black Lives Matter chapter. Yeah, uh, there. I, I've never seen so many black women stand. That's right, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 get down on one knee. I don't need you for shit. My vibrator got vibranium in it. <laughs> And there's the name of the title of the episode. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that is beautiful. And that, I mean, really think about that. that. Started, the that vibrators in, in Wakanda probably. Oh, some, for some sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I love the I love the look on his face when he first looks around. Yes. When he, I mean, you could just see it on his face. You done fucked up, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> you really did. For you my just, country. Yeah. Without without question. question. But now, now um, Okoye, in that sense, was a true patriot for Wakanda mm-hmm. because when Nakia was trying to get the queen and yes. free and uh, Ross and Nakia out mm-hmm. and she's like, come on, let's go. And she's like, I can't. I serve the king now. Yeah. I, no, I, my loyalty is to the throne. No matter who sits on it. Yeah. Right. And I'm right. like, okay. And then at the end where the, she's fighting with the border tribe and it's just like, I will kick everybody's ass eight mm-hmm. ways from Sunday right. and dead. And that, that was, that yeah. was one, one point, however, on that, I think the Dora were not represented properly at that fight. Okay. They should have kicked the Border Tribe's ass completely. Oh, <laughs> into the ground. Like, yeah. smush them into the yeah. ground. Yeah, because, I mean, they are they are the elite fighting force because yeah. they're the royal body. If, if, if you read the comics, yeah. the, there's yeah. a big backstory there. They're also yeah. his wives in training, which yeah. I'm glad they left yeah. that out. Left yeah, that part that out. Good. Yeah, like, that I was, was like, good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, let's yeah. not. Like, we're more progressive than that. Yeah. We can leave that part yeah. out. Yeah. But the the funny thing is, like, the Border Patrol is literally just like a bunch of like bros. Like, they drink beer <laughs> at the border and they like chill and like hang out in the field because like there's not a lot of threats coming in and out. And they're just like right. hanging out on rhinos and stuff or whatever it is that they do. Um, and those women are training every day. They are. They yeah. are. You know. Yes. And not only that, but they're like intelligence officers. Right. They have everything. They have training from front to back. They are not just warriors. They are. Ev- they're everything. They're but the they total are, package. They yeah, are. They are respected yeah. as well. Like I mean, in the beginning as scene, political when, leaders, right? When in the beginning scene, when they knocked, and he was like, "They will not knock again." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then even going back into Civil War. With when we first see him oh. and move or you will be moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who, by the way, in the comics, uh, the the Tanahasi Coates uh-huh. version. Yes, uh, her her story is fantastic. Is yes. fantastic. That's and that's it's a full on lesbian arc and it's uh-huh. pretty. Right. It's pretty. It was, it was it was really well. It <laughs> was, was well like, done. Yeah, if yeah. you haven't picked that up, it's um, the, and it was Roxanne Gay who wrote that wrote that arc yeah that, that's a that's a great i think a, it's like three or four issues just, mm-hmm. oh. i was mad she didn't have much to do in the in this film yeah because all she did all she said in this film was yes general yeah. that was it and like, i was like oh shit she, she, so she's on break like that's it <laughs> but she was still there she, she was, was still there, there but i mean and yeah. and it and, and she should have had more stuff it it was it was great to see black women celebrated like that on the flip side and we talked mm-hmm. about this off mic is just yeah the frustrating thing. Now we all know in the first ha- half I, how much I loved Killmonger, but I hated Killmonger <laughs> for the reason that he treated literally every woman like shit—not just black women, but every woman like shit in this he entire did, fucking didn't he? film. Mm-hmm. Like this is from start to finish. You know, Doctor White br- br- mentioned it. First person that he takes out, woman, white woman. Um, yeah, that yeah. that sucked. And then his quote-unquote love interest, who is not even given a name, which is basically how black women have kind of almost been looked over in that sense, is is she she doesn't even have a name, and, and that and that's that bothers me. That bothers me a lot because it's just like shit. Do we do we just dismiss black women so much that that they get overlooked like that? But could that have been his point? I was gonna say sure. that that is a real thing. Yeah, I'm 100 percent sure that, that Ryan Coogler did that. And I mean, like, fuck, I mean, yeah. he chokes yeah. the lady at the ceremony. Hey, when he, he chokes when the he old burns, black lady. Yeah, when he burns. You don't down choke auntie. Hey, is even, that what they said? Yeah, yeah. You don't well, choke auntie. Well, but even the queen. Yeah. We were talking about mm-hmm. the queen, and he goes, "Hello, auntie." Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how he that's how he yeah. addresses her. Just yeah. kind of. But that was after he dismissed everybody else in the room. Yeah, and then they came back to finally. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Somebody finally asked him that question. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, hey, Auntie. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Like, nothing, like it was no big deal. Right. Mm. It was, but it I was mean, awkwardly creepy, too. Yeah. Hey, Auntie. Yeah. I mean, I get it, because yeah. it's Angela Bassett. I'd probably say the same <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah. But it was interesting with, think about Akoya and Nakia, how they both loved Wakanda, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in slightly different ways. Right. You know, that yeah. Akoya was, it was the throne. Nakia loved the country, but also yeah. she's when she hesitates in that one scene and says, "I love him," mm-hmm. talking about T'Challa more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she wanted to do what she could. I mean, she was all the. We haven't even got to Mbaku. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Right. but I mean, she was. Look at all the things she did to 
she was going, let's save our country. That's what I was going to yeah. say. That was the yeah. line. Yeah. Like she was like, so, I'm here to save it. Yeah. Like, it was culture means, versus yeah. country at one point. It, it, it yeah. broke my heart when Okoye was just like, I serve the throne. I have yeah. to. You know, yeah. I know I know the bad but, guy's taken over, but, but this is... this is that's, that's, black men, that's black men and women or any minority mm-hmm. that's in uh-huh. the military. That loyalty mm-hmm. was like, it's spot on because it's really simple and comforting to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a simple comforting. It's her whole life, though. It's her yeah. entire life. And you just, and it's, I mean, that's how they're raised, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's hard oh, yeah. to just break tradition. Like, yeah. the fear of breaking tradition. What happens when we're done with this? Right. This well, is all we've in known. the comics, when T'Challa married Storm... There was a huge morale because yeah. the yeah, Dora right. are the ceremonial wives in training. Right. And then he brings his outlander in. And like, from oh. birth. From birth, they are chosen. Yeah. You know, like his yeah. ceremonial wives and trained and taught and educated. And so, of course, this outsider, this usurper comes in and they're like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But this bad bitch can control weather. That's yeah. all I'm <laughs> so, so actually. So I'm not going to say nothing. Yeah. She light my ass up. <laughs> <laughs> and well, that was easy. Well, then that gets solved. that gets to a question that uh, KC has: is uh, what do you think they could have improved on? Although this movie's pretty damn near perfect as far as I'm concerned. But what would treatment you have liked? Killmonger's treatment of women for one. Yeah. That's yeah. one for him to get a little bit more development too. Yeah. A little bit. I think what they have is great, but to have seen more of him, mm-hmm. more dialogue, more yeah. conversation, like I interacting liked interpersonally. Him. Yeah, I would well, have liked to have seen that I, more. I do know for a fact that the original cut of the movie was four hours long. Fuck, I, I, oh, I want oh, okay. it. I want it. Okay. Yeah. I want it. Give me that extended edition. Yeah. Okay, in four K, please. Marvel, if you're listening, we want this cut. This, yeah. uh, you know they will. This this comes from the uh, composer because you were talking about the the music. Uh, Ludwig uh, of oh. Ludwig Göransson. Yeah, that motherfucker uh, helped Black Panther uh, with with this, with the soundtrack. He grew up in Sweden, where he studied music for an early age and first stepped in the United States. Two thousand seven, he met Kugler at USC. Uh, he spent months researching African tribal music for Black Panther, praised and, and praised generations of Africans for their dedication in maintaining their musical heritage. Uh, he says African tribes have different music for hundreds of different ceremonies created over 700 years. These specific rhythms have survived due to bloodline traditions, storytelling, mm-hmm. like you were talking about, Doctor. Uh, they have individuals known as uh, griots, which means storyteller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is yep. a profession that you are born into, a family of musicians, which gives the music so much more meaning. Uh, they wanted to incorporate as many African sounds as possible in the score. He was able to find instruments that have never been heard in a blockbuster movie like this one. He said, I traveled to a library in South Africa called the International Library of African Music, the ILAM, which had a collection of about 500 different instruments that don't really exist anymore. Uh, to be able to go there, record the instruments, and use them in the movie was a great opportunity. I have a relationship with Ryan, which means I'm able to start on the film score early. I went to West Africa and South Africa before shooting started to do research. When I came upon Killmonger's theme, I hired a great Fula player to record it down there. I was able to send all those recordings to Michael B., which helped him prepare for the role. I remember the first director's cut was four hours long. But I already had a lot of material written and recorded, so I actually scored the four-hour cut of the film. Yes. So oh, we're gonna get spoiled. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> out. <there. laughs> it's out there. Well, because you, you, I mean, that's just for the culture. Because you know, when you know, when, when black folks we do something, we know we got to put the remix on it. That's, <laughs> that's just it. That's all an extended edition is. It's just mm. a remix. I need it in 4K, please. <laughs> but that's that's one of the things I remember you talking about was how much you love the music. Huh? Yeah, the mu- no, the music yeah. is is something. Uh, yeah. it, it's impo- it's impossible to not get sucked up into the into the score. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh-huh. 
Like, I don't give a fuck if you black. Put that. Put on Wakanda from the from the score, and mm-hmm. put on or Challenge Day or I Warriors mean, like, Falls. Yeah, Warriors yeah, Falls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, put that on during your workout and tell me you don't feel something. You, if you don't, you don't have a pulse. Something wrong with you. Right. That, and again, Kendrick Lamar's album yeah, as well. Yeah. Like, And that album mirrors the movie beautifully with just like the, force, the first few songs being all T'Challa, then the next few songs being all Killmonger, and then the very last song is that you are both. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. It's brilliantly done, too. Uh, here's uh, Antonio who says, I wasn't a big fan of watching the Wakandas fight themselves. Yeah. I was yeah, deeply well. troubled watching them kill each other. Oh, black on could, black crime? Could yeah. the movie have benefited more with an outside enemy looking, you know? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. I think no. that's, that's we what needed we to get see to that. the mm-hmm. colonizing. I mean, that's part of, and I, that's where I think uh, Wakabi, where he, when he stops, you see that scene of him looking back and mm-hmm. seeing people fighting against each other. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's why the Jabari came down. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. remember, he first said, "I'm not. No, I'm not going to help you. Why you? First time in centuries a king's been in our kingdom. Why are you? No, we're not helping." I wonder if they watched and saw. Here's Wakandans fighting each other because at the very again going all the way back to the very beginning. They, you had the five tribes. They fought against each other, fought against each other until you got the first Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, that, and it was mirroring this again. Here we have, we're, white, we're fighting against each other, black on black, mm-hmm. black crime. And now, wait, this isn't our way. We need to mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. And, and then Sean responded to that. He says, I thought it was more real and present to today's mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Right. I liked that they weren't fighting aliens. Right. right. Yeah. And well, you'll get that in uh, the next Avengers movie. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. It's going to be Wakanda versus the aliens. Mm-hmm. Well, now we can see. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I think I, with that, the battling also to me just signified that, again, we already, again, it's present. We've see, we see that today, mm-hmm. but we need to, to fix each other first before we can fix the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? So, well, I mean, it also gives a, a whole new context to when, you know, when we say black on black crime or black on black violence and whatnot, what are we used to seeing? Gangs on gangs. Right. Yes. Where it's right. something where after a while you get numb to things and you mm-hmm. stop thinking about it. And that's one of the reasons why we're talking about it right now. Right. We haven't seen that specifically done before, so thus it starts reliving it for us and go, oh, yeah, this is a problem. Right. You know, more than just it, you know, like if you look at uh, something else that's come up recently, uh, Black Lightning, and mm-hmm. that I absolutely love the show, mm-hmm. but when you see how much, you know, how much black on black violence or gang violence there is in that, I'm just numb to it. I'm more frustrated that mm-hmm. it's like, God, why do we need to keep on pounding this in just right over here? When can we fix it? Exactly. This gave you, like, it forced it in everyone's eyes. Like, no, look, you took this utopian area, you had an outside influence that came in, now there's all this fighting. Guess what? This is in your lives, and it needs to stop. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's interesting, too, you think about the fighting there. They've got the weapons. Mm-hmm. They've got the ability. They could have wiped each other out, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Right. That's another. I mean, I hadn't thought of it that way. But yeah, they kind of they they fought to beat each other down, not to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you, but you, Killmonger wanted them to kill each other. Right, right. right. You know, when when like think about like your family. It's like I, I I don't know many of y'all right around over here, but it's like I grew up with brothers. We fought all the time. We we knocked each other out. We gave each other black eyes and busted lips, but we never really went for the right. quote unquote kill shot and that's what you kind of felt like as you're bringing that up like the tribes fighting together it's more it's more or less that family kind of like okay look this is this is you know we're fighting over here but 
we still got to it's like we still got to hang out over on Sunday you know what so <laughs> we're going to have dinner well, to go back. So. exactly you know and that's Let's why it's like it. family is something where it's ingrained in this movie so deeply right. and whatnot. and you see that this whole Wakanda is one gigantic family even Jabari which is almost like your cousin that's over to the side and whatnot. you all love each other but then all of a sudden someone else comes in that's not part of your family and starts causing problems and that's yeah. where things can break and, down and that's why Loki is such a great villain he's, yeah. he's got that whole family situation as well yeah. one but to go back villain. really quick to the um, I don't remember who made the point in the last segment about the Wakandan women were just there to we have a different way of solving a problem even at the end where they turned on Killmonger they were get the necklace off him don't right. kill him yes because they could have easily just been like ah, yeah, we're gonna kill you yeah. and they're just yeah. like Nope, get the necklace. Because he was also one of their babies. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And they were just like, no, just disable him and we'll deal with him later. Mm. All right. Mm. Uh, Jesse is wondering, why do Marvel movies have such a problem with making their villains last? They either reform, Nebula, Loki, or get killed, everyone else. (laughs) And what does this mean for Thanos? Have you seen uh, any other comic book movie? Isn't Baron still out there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. here's here's a question. He's he's besides Kilmore, he's one of my favorites because he actually yeah. won. But yes. hold on a second, because now that's a question. I don't think they killed him. I don't think that he is dead. I don't think he's Quicksilver dead. I think that he was given the heart shaped herb. And if you notice, when T'Challa in his first challenge got attacked, they gave him the herb. It healed his wound. Yes. Oh, he's not, uh, he's never, not dead. There's you never no saw way. a body. You never oh. saw a burial. You never saw. Mm-hmm. No. You know, the child yeah. didn't throw him over the edge of the, the mountainside. They're right. not going to let one of their well, yeah. children die. Exactly. Like, he's yeah. a child yeah. of Wakanda. They're not going to. They have so much technology. So he's yeah. still going yeah. And just the idea. Well, then, plus, they even talk about how they never gave his father. They, they emph- there was so much emphasis. Right. They never about gave his father, father a proper burial. burial. One of their yeah. biggest yeah. So regrets. So saw that. I mean, unless it's in the extended edition. I don't know. But, like. To me, they would have gave him a proper burial exactly. since well, they focus so much on and it. And now, if he back. didn't kill him, if he's not dead, I'm hoping that they don't reprogram him. Yeah. I, I want him to come back and either make the choice, the active choice of, no, I'm still really pissed off about this because yeah. he keeps coming back in the comics like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, no, maybe I can do this. I don't know if he's going to waver back and forth, yeah. mm-hmm. but I don't think he's dead. Killmonger's I been agree. resurrected in the comics. Many times. Yeah, many times. Yeah, I just want times, to come back yeah. with a like, vibranium oh. do-rag, man. <laughs> <laughs> also, also remember that this isn't the first time that Marvel has done that. Think back over to Ultron. We never saw Ultron die. Yeah. So it's like you've got this great villain and whatnot. They've got so much potential. You know, it's like, okay, they just need to get out of the way for right now so we can start t- telling other stories yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they have this off screen death or, you know, or mm-hmm. ending. You know that Ultron's not gone. You know that Killmonger's not gone. Yeah. I, I personally think that if a villain is complex or if a hero is complex, they will go on either side. I think it's yeah. boring to have the same villains and the same heroes. I think I that agree. heroes should fall and villains should rise to the challenge. I think that is. Those are the best stories that we have. Well, uh, and they did that in Civil War uh-huh. because there was no wrong side, nope. so to speak. Yeah. Oh, so we, get, we have seen that. So well, uh, it, oh, someone brought up a really good uh, point in the Wizarding East panel that I was on today where we were talking about villains and speaking of like Captain America Civil War, to flip that and say Iron Man Civil War. Who's really the yeah, villain with that? Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Like yeah. It's just like the way you look through it about villainy and who... Who's right? Who's wrong? In some cases, that's why the movie tore me apart because they were both. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa, you're tearing me apart. I was right, and they were both wrong. And and the villain won, actually. (laughs) If you think about it, right? Yeah. 
A lot of people uh, were trying to, uh, like a lot of the critics were saying, oh, well, the, we're complaining about how well, Marvel has this formula for their, vil- for their villains. You know, the bad guy is usually just a, an evil version of the good guy, Iron Monger versus Iron Man. Uh-huh. Or Whip- oh. And that, they didn't, and, and it's, or uh, uh, Yellow Jacket against Ant-Man. It's just an evil, ver- it's not, this, it's, it's actually different because for the first time, we actually get to see a villain that is fucking equal with the hero. Like, in the suits, they're the same. They're they're exactly the same. Iron Monger versus Iron Man. Well, I would it, argue that Killmonger is actually superior to T'Challa. I think that T'Challa oh, got facts. used to. I think he got yes. Yeah. I think yeah. that he got used to the suit. Yeah. And being the champion, being the Black right. Panther. Yeah. Whereas uh, Killmonger, his entire life was, I'm training for this. Yeah. He's never been in the suit. And he's never been in the suit. Like physically, is just kind of shitty compared to everybody else in the show. Like, like Nakia kicks his ass, Akoya kicks his ass. Like he's he's the king, and he's a good king, but his strength lies in his heart. Yeah. Yes. So the, the best the best tweet I saw was, I love how. Uh, it, Black Panther shows up in Civil War and helps the white guys get their shit together. <laughs> but then he goes back to Wakanda and all he does is get roasted by everybody <laughs> the entire movie. Like, everybody makes fun of this dude the entire fucking movie. And it's actually His little hilarious. sister. Yeah, his little sister. Well, tricks him well, into even, the video. I mean, Akoye, right off the bat, don't oh, freeze. Yeah. yeah. Or the, you, the, even that, that is Mbaka great. Was the, 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 look of, <laughs> the look when she grabs the spear in the, in the plane and he's like, no, no, I've got this. And she's like, like an antelope <laughs> in headlights. <laughs> well, because I was thinking where you're talking about the villain and, every, and we're saying Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Claw. Right, mm-hmm. was a villain. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering. I'm wondering about James Zuri. We haven't talked about him at all. Mm-hmm. You know, this is James. Here, here, yeah, here's someone who saw just like Ninjobi saw what was going on. Right, Ninjobi's like, I'm woke. I want to help these people. And James is like, No, I'm no. We don't help. If anything, I'm telling the king. On, on I'm telling you mom. You're snitching. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, no. I mean, so is, <laughs> no, is, I just realized. He, yeah, yeah, he's dry, a, he dry snitched. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Oh wait till you see. Well, see when you see it. Think about it when you see it again. Um, when the king is ta- when T'Chaka is talking to him mm-hmm. to his brother, he's there mm-hmm. talking to his brother, going things aren't as well. You could see the actor who played James yeah. kind of give him a side eye, like mm, looking at at. At, at the, um, the closet where the mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah. it's like yeah he know he knows he's mm-hmm. kind of going like yeah oh and here's a here's a geeky um, the guy who played the young Chachaka yeah who yeah. was that that was his son that's, that's, his, his, son. that's his son so the old that's Chichaka, the old that's the his son yeah. Yeah. really that's yeah. father that's literally father son yeah playing the, that, so the same that role one so character. Tachaka, old Tachaka, that's his literal son yeah. his oh. biological yes. son plays young young Tachaka. because i was like oh. Oh. And, and how yeah. like even, cool. there's even a striking resemblance to him and chadwick both yes like, Fuck, yeah. this is crazy well, i can yeah. understand because look what they did with kurt russell and yeah. and, and all of, yeah. they got that de-aging yeah. magic happening but they said they didn't want to specifically de-age him they wanted to show a young vibrant Tachaka. And yeah. not just have old man redone. Yeah. Mm. Uncanny Valley CGI. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going back to Killmonger real quick because you had mentioned earlier too. Again, like the idea of when you think about villains is the idea of them being the victims. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing, though. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Especially in Killmonger's thing, he is a victim. Yes. and had, again, being just every right to be upset and to be angry and to go into Wakanda for what mm-hmm. he wanted. He was left alone. As a kid, um, yeah, yeah, Couple, but like, yeah. I just don't want people to like yeah. look at that and write that off. Like, no. well, that's and just a villain thing. No, it's not. No. It's not no. just a villain thing. But a, a, that comes to something I thought about. Of uh, another quote was, 
the sins of the father are visited upon the son. Oh, fuck, yeah. Because T'Chaka made a choice. We're staying isolated. Right. What about him? Nope, he's staying here. Screw that kid. Yep. We're out. No, and it's ghost, it's incredible. It's incredibly Shakespearean. So anybody who dismisses, I'll say all of these Marvel movies, anybody who dismisses them as, you know, Pablum or Claptrap, they're, they're not looking at them. Yeah. You know, right. they're mm-hmm. just they're just seeing special effects and yeah. going whatever. They're well, Ben Shapiro looking at their own weird, <laughs> yeah. different movie. That. What movie Bingo. did you watch? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't until I mean, I've always loved Guardians of the Galaxy, but Carrie's. You know, well, I don't know if it's your original perspective, but I mean, like you, the way you looked at it as a mother, the first one was a mother movie, and the second one was a father movie. And I was like, true. it yeah. fuck, and like, and you saw it before. You was like, yo, the second one. Will, you you told oh, me. Oh yeah, he the, was he the, was all the, mad at Baby yeah. Groot. He was convinced Baby Groot oh, was yeah. was a marketing ploy. I, it still is, and <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I, I had to argue with him. It's not James Gunn doesn't operate that way. There's a story there. There's a reason that that oh, yeah. he is a small child. There's a reason for it, and it's a whole father son thing. So at the cute. end, Peter Quill picking him up as though he is yep. his own son. It's all because that Kurt evolution. Because Kurt Russell was a shitty fucking because daddy. Kurt, because right. Kurt Russell was a shitty uh-huh. dad, and he didn't realize what he had with Yonder. Yeah. yeah, and so he has become a father now. Yeah, it's in the it's in the it's in the uh, yeah, no, well, they even Cat Stevens song. They even it's say it good. at the end where he's talking to um, where he's in Groot's room. He's like, "Oh God, now I know what Yondu felt like." Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all there. That's why it's there. So, yeah, anyway, yeah. I get it now. <laughs> no. I understand. Um, this is my friend Nita weighing in. Says I teach AP geography. My students were uh, talking about how much we could have discussed in class. Uh, that was seen in the movie based on actual stuff. And we covered a lot of that here. Uh, Let's see. Here's the big question that everyone has. All those plants were burned. Do they grow back? Or is this the last Black Panther that will ever be? No way. No. No. Because Shuri has to become the Black Panther. Well, and again, this is they're, Man, they still you know? they're mining it. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's in it's the, in the, it's in the soil. soil. It's yeah. in the earth. If like, so, there's gonna come have more hearts coming back. If they're one of the most technologically advanced civilizations, and they don't have a backup plan for that, yeah. I don't know what to I tell you. I think they figured out irrigation, yeah. agriculture. I was like, if you can basics. make sneakers, you can damn sure make a fucking plant. Yeah, grow. like you have a couple of those like hidden away some, or probably in a multiple places, mm-hmm. you know, right, off site. Yeah. Lazarus Pit style. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to talk about Lazarus Pits. <laughs> uh, let's see. What other questions Barbara we Quinn's got here? Barbara my girl. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, you know, all of... Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, at the end credits scene, Shuri is talking to the White Wolf. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, what's what's going on there with Bucky? Uh, it's it seemed to me Shuri uh, might step out. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shuri gave him a look. I was like, yo, I know Agent Bonds. I can't kick I the white not. women. Is all I'm saying, Jay. It's it seemed to me that and uh, that Shuri had been in you know putting down some sort of like Vulcan meditation techniques or something. To, to help deprogram Bucky mm-hmm. from the Winter Soldier. There's a prequel comic for the movie where and shows, there it is. Okay. that shows that she <laughs> came up with a technique to deprogram him by, I think, recoding his words to mean, oh. to associate to something else. So the Winter Soldier won't come back. So she's Correct. Pavlov. But she's basically. Like Pavloving his. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and, see, and see, I like that because it's, there's, I don't know, and I don't know if Ryan Coogler did that on purpose as well, but it's just, it's a lot of. Think about the character that Winter Soldier is. He's been around since World War II. Mm-hmm. So basically what she just did was kind of say, hey, those old ways, you got to get rid of that too. So it, that, that I said, the, the whole, we, at the end of this movie, we see, we, we see mm-hmm. black people, we have to get rid of those old habits. Right. And yes. then it's the same for white folks too. Yes. They got to get rid of that old and, mentality. Or what she specifically says is, 
there is much more for you to learn. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lead on. So, that's and, and it, so yeah. I think it's just very interesting that Winter Soldier was that character because yeah. it, it's just like, yeah, he's been programmed to think this way and be this way forever. And then she's like, yeah, you, we you, got, fix, you got a lot. We, we got Because that's yeah. what, one of the things I wrote down is Shuri is the modern world coming into old traditions. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, look at nice. Nice. Damn, nice. she's the thread. She's, she's the mm-hmm. one who's going to look at Dr. She, Paul there. Somebody passed the collection plate. <laughs> <laughs> he made a new organ up in the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Jay's about to shout. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> we got we to gotta go to break on that. Yeah. I, I got nothing over here. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Black. <laughs> Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for tin signs, lunch boxes, coffee table books, retro candy, gift wrap, and more. They're also welcoming new lines for the new year. Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for laughter, kitschy memories, creative and fun merchandise. They are located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. You know Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Cabin Fever is officially over 35 years old this year. Thanks in part to Geek Show customers like myself and you, of course. For the record, being a local shop catering to all of Utah's diverse communities for this many years has been no easy task, but because Utah is chock full of amazing people, Cabin Fever has been able to stay relevant in all climates. Cabin Fever would like to welcome you into 2018. They want you to go in and let's all laugh together. God knows we need it. Is quality kitsch a thing? Cabin thinks so. Located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a quirky card store. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my Workout Buddy SLC or email me, my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously, or 
engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. And we're back. Okay. Oh, let's, let's, let's wrap this up. Y'all don't understand the, the shit that happens the, off mic. Uh, a lot of feels. There's so much bonding. There's so feels. much bonding, but this is why this movie is so important, because it, it does speak to... Uh, to it's not just a movie about black culture, but it's a, it's a movie about uh, parenthood. Yes. 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 I, I, I saw it that way. Yeah. I saw it as, as... I don't care which a, culture you're from. A lot so. of father stuff. Mm. Uh, you know, a lot of... Here's, here's the one... This is a mantra I have always had all my life, and I saw it portrayed in this movie. Uh, just because your father said a thing doesn't mean that it's true. Mm. Yes. And so I get back to the whole uh, T'Chaka not doing the right thing yeah. by Killmonger. And, and you know, he could have handled that better, but he shouldn't have lied about it either, mm. was right. the other thing. Right. So uh, that, that, that got me. Uh, there were so many things in this, this movie that got me, but let's, let's I want to go around the table and I want to find, is there something that we didn't talk about uh, that you guys think that people should know, and maybe even not just about this movie, but in general. Like, uh, are, are you are you tired of having people ask, "Can I touch your hair?" Are you? <laughs> you know, yes. So yes, yes. yes. So I am so sick and tired of that. Well, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very sensitive subject so here just, at the table. Just anything. Just for the record, for those who can't see, Robert's. Bald. No, no, no. Phallically challenged. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, yes. a, it's, it's a nice shape up. It's, so, a, it's a high it's, and tight. It's, it's, not yeah. a, it's not a peanut head, so I'm all right. Yeah. yeah it looks nice. so, so you can be as deep or as geeky as you want here. I just, just what, what do you think people should know? Um, I think that people. Jay, <laughs> go ahead, Jay. I think that people should realize that uh, don't be so fucking pissed. And don't get frustrated to see people excited about this movie. Mm -hmm. You know, think it's, about what we talked about at yeah. the beginning of this episode. People didn't really know, like, you, we didn't know about our history. We found out about it through Roots. So think about it. So Why, Yeah, go to go to. So from Roots to Wakanda. You goddamn right. We should be fucking happy to watch something like this. Well, yeah, and and I was. I was telling these guys earlier that, that this is a situation where I, you know, it, it's it's ignorance, but it's not willful mm -hmm. willful ignorance. Uh, willful. Thank you, Robert, for the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it's not We're all there. It's not willful ig ignorance. It's it's it's. I mean, I was in the Nebo School District. I wasn't taught about all of this. Yeah. I was taught about manifest destiny and yes. how we uh, we were supposed to be here and 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 this is the way it was supposed to be, and 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 it wasn't until you know as, I hate to say the it wasn't until Roots that I learned about this stuff, mm -hmm. and I remember pointing at the screen and looking at my dad and going, eh? and he's just kind of covering his face yep. like mm -hmm. oh shit, uh. you know, <laughs> it, it it I don't think a lot of it is taught. I really don't. It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's not. It's you not. Know? And, and, and unless you have been taught about this history, 
there, there's whole histories that, that y'all don't know about the United States that, yeah, you'd be embarrassed about. Um, but until you learn about this stuff, I, I can see where you might shut down, you know, as, as a white person and go, well, you know, this, the, uh, this is this is them just trying to hold something over me. Uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because because a, fi- a fiction because a fictional place of of one specific race is too weird. If that's too weird for you, then stop enjoying Thor, you exactly. fucking moron. Thank no, that's, you. that's 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 and that's the yeah. point I make all the time. And it's not just men. And it's not just race. It's men and women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, uh, well, I, I saw Wonder Woman, but I couldn't relate to it. I'm like, wait a second. These are human <laughs> beings with feelings. Isn't that enough? Yeah. You know, just because you're not the same sex or color or whatever it is, the story is being told. A human being with feelings. You can go there. And even aliens, mm-hmm. Vulcans. We all have that part of us, you know, so you can relate to that. Can't say you can relate to Star Trek because of Vulcans and Klingons. There are aspects of the personality in all of us. You can relate to this. I think if you're saying I couldn't relate to a story, I think it's just because you don't want to. Yes. And you choose to be, you choose to be blind. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I'll just say this. When I watched that film, I saw a nation that was never colonized which means that that nation was in the order of slaves, which means that nation doesn't know the power of the N-word. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You Not once do you hear it in this fucking movie. Nope. Nope. So we're talking about people that can't even be triggered by a fucking word. Now let me ask you, is that word used in those other movies that you went back and watched when you said you went back and watched (laughs) them? Yeah, I went went back and watched them. They're in all of them, right? They're in all of them. Well, except with the exception of Blade, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like, but, uh, but yeah, Kind of so, makes me wish that Kendrick Lamar didn't use it in the album. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I know I was one hundred percent. There's there's one there's one part that, there's one part on the album uh, on King's Dead where Future's verse. I wish it was omitted. It's the catchiest part of the entire album where it says la di da di da slump. It's the most. I'm like no, not for this album, please. Not not, not for this album. Yeah. But I mean, like yeah, I, I this is this is a these are people who don't. They don't know. They never were that. They never. Mm-hmm. They have no identity with that, and so that's why that this movie is so fucking powerful. It's the same thing with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And take yeah, like I'll compare it. It's it's apples. It's it's apples and apples because on on where what's the island um, that one of the scary they're Mascara. not called they're not referred to as sluts bitches cunts they're not referred to anything and i'm sorry for saying these words but they're not referred to it's the same thing wakandas they're not niggers they're not niggas they're not any of that shit mm-hmm. and so that's why it's it, and and to watch that and to be like fuck yeah i've never was that i never was that and and that's what i took with me was that mm. i never was that they are strong they are intelligent they are kings. They are queens. And please, yes. uh, and I'm sorry for using this that type of language on this on this podcast, but I need you, you guys to, to hear it. Yeah. I need you guys to hear it because I need you to understand. If that word makes you uncomfortable, well, guess what? Everyone at this <laughs> fucking table has heard it, and it Ten fucking over. hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. right. That's a good because that. I mean, I. Stefan, but I had written that's one of the things I'd written down was the n-word not being used mm-hmm. another one I think about is and this is a hat tip to to Lex Scott of this movie was not afraid to go what could be easily viewed as stereotypical right it used African cultures used African oh, it embraced dress, it, yeah. traditions mm-hmm. um you actually had 
for the river tribe you had the the leader of the river tribe with lip plate yeah yeah that that really surprised the, me the high beat the high rings mm-hmm. that were used by the um, by a number of different characters the clay the yeah. clay oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah the red I mean, clay i love yeah. that and what's what's the name of the uh, costume uh, designer that's uh, uh, ruth, ruth carter. carter ruth carter, ruth carter. Yes. she's she oscar, just did oscar winner i'm saying if yeah. she it, does not win there's yeah. a conspiracy yeah. yeah she had to fight for those costumes too she had yeah. to fight really? yes. Yes. The nail because marvel yes. had laid down costume requirements this is how we do talked about oh really she had to fight to get those costumes well good for her because it works yeah and it looks beautiful when you see when you see warrior falls yeah yeah. I was like, "Am I at a? Fu- this is the hypest soccer game I've ever been to." <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that there was not one that was like you said that was identical. No, exactly, everything N- was unique. None, none of them were. None of them were basically reused. All right, you mm. and and I said this over inside the the other panel that we had. You look at some of these other great CGI and you know the these vibrant movies that we think of like Lord of the Rings and whatnot. And you realize that they start using the same armors or the, true. the same things over and over and over again like oh my god things look great well with this movie with with what ruth carter was able to do with giving every single wardrobe selection its own personality mm-hmm. that went with it so it's like with with all of the the warriors you see a little bit of red but you don't see the exact same red you right. don't see the same bead transitions that you go through with most of the common folk all right which realize how many times that they walked through oh, the yeah. marketplace yeah. and oh. just showed the fact that everyone was humble in the fact that they saw t'challa and went that's our king but he has the hardest job it wasn't this reverential like oh my god you know let's bow down before him but yeah. everyone went you've got the hardest job mm. of all of us mm. and whatnot but every single thing just just echoed humility and also uh, echoed personality with it you know there were such such you know treatments that were done with just the wardrobe alone mm-hmm. that everyone can heart you know they can look at the the cultural significance of it which is which is great but also looking at the the actual fabrics used which uh, i mean I, I i'm i'm very much a costume geek you know especially mm-hmm. having the costume podcast but it's something where when i look at the different fabrics the the uses of twills over denims the uses of you know what, what, what most people think of like oh my god that's leather that wasn't leather you know all of these things that everyone would basically just suspend over inside their mind she took such care to you know to actually make sure she got right to do it in a way that also made the actors comfortable mm-hmm. you know yeah, like the yeah. the neck pieces that the dormelage wore those weren't metal all right we know how to use foam she mm-hmm. used EBA foam. Okay, so those are things that she took into consideration for this actual film. And let's not forget that she, you know, as as great as this movie is, remember that she also did work on Amistad. Yes. Okay, oh, and Black Dynamite. Yeah, I love the one that she did Black Dynamite. Exactly. <laughs> She's done work on so many different films that stand out to us. Even the last Roots rendition that she had done, mm-hmm. amazing work on. So I'm very much in in you know in the vocal vocal crowd that says if she does not get a nomination. I am going to be very, very pissed off. We should uh, yeah. talk about the diamonds briefly. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and um, oh, yeah. with the border tribe, the border tribe um, with Wakabis, they had diamonds and mm-hmm. all those exactly. Things. It's like everything. So the use of diamonds was basically used throughout everything. Okay, and when you know not only just the you know on the west 
the the west side of the planet, um, we think of diamonds as just sort of commodities. It's like, oh, okay, well, it's a luxurious set piece, but there's an actual personality to diamonds. Mm. And with different cultures comes that personality. And the fact that diamonds were used in every single costume. It doesn't matter if it was the king or if it was just a lowly person. Every costume had diamonds to it. Mm. All right, And it was to show that it's not just this this really great pearlescent you know gem that we all think, but it's the fact that there are there's such a tribal aspect to it that that goes back with family, mm. okay. But because it's thought of, it's like when you go and you work so hard and you go and put so much power into something, it creates something so beautiful as a diamond, mm. and that's the fact that you use diamonds in like in clothing over just jewelry. So it's like such care was put into this movie that goes farther back, you know, when the selections, not just on, you know, on score and on, you know, character treatment, but even down to the costumes themselves and the minute details, everything was laid out and expertly Expertly she's crafted. Amazing. She's amazing. And when you see Angela Bassett, what oh. she was, what she. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I know her. I know yeah. her crown thing was that was three D printed. Mm. I know that really yeah. helped that. And I want to say pieces of um, Nakia's dress, like the mm-hmm. designs on there, the squares, like also I think three D printed. See, I'm, I'm Agent Ross had a nice suit too. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking I, I Ruth Carter. Nice. I'm blanking on the woman now. Yeah. The the person who was the cinematographer. Mm. Oh it yeah, was, it yeah. was a it was a woman. I forgot her name too. Uh, mud. What's the, the mud? Mudbound. Mudbound. Yeah, she's the cinematographer for that. She's, yeah, yeah. No, so like, many just, talented people on this thing. It was amazing, it, and they're all going to work now. I mean, for, yeah, I think for good. Uh, everybody, everybody's got a, got a job woman. moving forward. Yeah. So, uh, oh, oh yeah. The what? Yeah, the stunt woman. I forget her name. Yeah, yeah. I saw a video about her, but like she was a double for Okoye, and she was just one of the Doras. Yeah, and just her experience well, in like, working oh, on the movie oh, as a person that. <laughs> Gosh, also goes over into that field as far as parkour, and I've done stunts for you know for shows and you know and and, and for very small films, and the fact that it's hard to go and get a job as a stunt person, regardless. All right, even if you've been through training schools, it's still hard to go and do it. Let Not alone al- being a black woman. Exactly. It's like <laughs> I. It's like I went years without getting a job as as a short black man, right. let alone a black woman. That honestly. You're never given the actual roles that would require a stunt person. So at the same Mm -hmm. time, like getting those sort of roles and getting not only just the stunt person realize that she's not only the stunt person, she's in the movie at at face value too. They let her be one of the Dora Milaje and whatnot. So it's the fact that they didn't waste anything on this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Damn. <laughs> God damn. damn. Well, I was going to say, here's some homework for people. Oh, okay. Um, good. This is good. Thank Ralph, you. Thank Ralph, you, Professor. Ralph, yeah, of course. <laughs> Ralph Ellison. Yes. Invisible, Invisible Man. Man. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I I do believe T'Chaka and the past rulers of Wakanda were wrong in being hidden, especially when they knew, saw what was going on and knew they could help. But. That UN speech, which I just absolutely yeah, love. Let's, let's some, talk about at that. Some, at some point, I've got to memorize that UN speech. Let's talk um, about it's the, that. It's the, but, it's the new Captain America, know you move. Yeah, yeah. 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 But even there, the last question is, and we've talked about it before, what, what are you farmers going to be able to tell the rest of the world? You can see the scoff of that. That's why they were hidden. It's mm-hmm. in Ralph Ellison's Invisible Man. 
you know, the person, the main narrator character is walking through life basically hidden and talking about that because, yeah, we can, we can, we're seen, but we're not seen. Yeah. Well, and, along and, with that, I mean, to that kind of point, um, what was his name? Matt Johnson oh, has yeah, a book uh-huh. called Incognito. Yes. Which, which is, I think is fantastic because it's about a, what would be called high yellow or <laughs> near white black man in the... For, I think 40s, it's 40s, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, um, who's a reporter and uses his lack of dark color to infiltrate society and report on uh-huh. things that, you know, no one else would hear of color. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, being able to have that perspective is similar to um, the scoffing. Because everybody can scoff and say, oh, they'll never hear this. Yes. But, you know, with um, at the UN, everybody's going... Oh, what are farmers going to teach us? We've we've gotten past farming. We've moved yeah. on to <laughs> science yeah. and other things. And then you've got you know Ross, who's seen behind the yeah. curtain. He's just like, oh, you don't know. You have no he's idea. like, motherfucker, no I got <laughs> shot, <laughs> and they healed me the next day. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. right. this is a Bible story. <laughs> I love his face. Just yeah. like when they just show like, him, he's uh, just uh, nodding, like, like, oh uh-huh. yeah. But keep, going, keep talking. Well, I said this in, on the SLC Wakanda panel that we had for uh, Salt Lake Sit Down, and um. Uh, one of the things that people, I don't know if you caught it, uh, was the whales flag okay. in the in the United Nations. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, you'll you'll notice that there's a whales flag, which means Wales has gained its independence. So Ryan Coogler snuck that in there, just so so if if you're white and feeling all like, well, well this is but they left some in there yeah. for there's you a little, too. There's a, there's a crumb for you. There you go. There's a there's a crumb for you. We want whales to be free yeah. too. You Welsh, you're independent now. Go. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like that. Yeah. But it, it, I have to bring up roots again, because Doctor White said it said it best. He, he said, uh, "You know, I'm not Toby. I'm not. I'm Kunta Kinte." That movie was what forty years ago? Seventy seven. It was yep. forty. Yeah, yeah. 40, <laughs> actually, back in the end of January. Yeah. 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 So so think about that. Forty years ago, over forty years ago, we were asking that question: Who are we? Mm-hmm. Not Toby. Kunta Kinte. What's the very fucking thing that you hear at the end of Black Panther? Who, Who are, are you? you? We're still asking that same question. So this uh-huh. movie is it's, it's big because it, it helps us with our identity. Mm. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, and it's the identity of I mean, for T'Challa, who are you? Are, are you king? Are you son? Are you you know what are you? Who mm-hmm. are you? For Killmonger, who are you? This lost boy. Yeah, um, and just identity with. Wakanda, who are you as a nation? You're just you're just farmers. We don't mm-hmm. we don't care about just farmers. So it I mean it's everything with identity, not just mm-hmm. not just who's T'Challa or who's Killmonger. It's who's this nation and why should we care? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was lucky enough to grow up with plenty of heroes who look like me. You know, and I had that. I was lucky. And I think it's why, awesome. Well, <laughs> well, see when a man because, and woman love each other very much, and they decide to colonize. Because, uh, <laughs> because Captain Kirk was also pink, right? well, just that, like just like me. That's also, but that's um, something that I that I appreciated about this movie, and I made a comment before that it's great to see a hero that looks like me, or that mm-hmm. I can take my girls to, mm-hmm. well, show them when they're a little older, mm-hmm. and show them the Dora or even Shuri, and yeah. go, you can do that, mm-hmm. you can be that. And, and and that's that's just such a great place to be. We should have been here a long time ago, but mm-hmm. it's a great place to be, and I'm glad to be alive that I can see it. And uh, I don't want to have the last word here. I just I just have a few notes that that I made thoughts about this. Uh, so please jump in. Um, 
and this this was just this morning before I got in the shower. I just was kind of, you know, drinking water, hoping that the hangover would go away. <laughs> <laughs> Here's just a few thoughts. Um, I think that, and, and, and I'm saying this to my fellow geeks, if someone is in some sort of public forum on their Facebook page or on their Twitter feed or whatever, talking about how much they love something, I mean, yes, mm-hmm. we're doing a Black Panther show, but I'm talking about anything. But think about Black Panther specifically here. If they're going on about how much they love something and how happy it makes them, I just can't fathom how miserable you have to be mm-hmm. to shit on their happiness. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know what you're hoping to accomplish, but it's not for good. So I would just say to you, don't comment on their page. Go to your own fucking page and blather all you want. Talk about how much you hate whatever it is all you want. But just leave this person out of it. You know? Amen. Mm-hmm. So I that, agree. So yes. there was that. No. So good. I will add, though, just because... In the cosplay community, and me and Stefan can talk to them about oh, this. Okay, shit. there is there. It's, it's a touchy topic. Here it comes. It is a touchy topic. You, if you love Black Panther, amazing, and, and I want to cosplay it. Stefan's gonna cosplay from it, but you love it, great, do it. Just to be culturally appropriate, and I'm tired of people saying that culturally, culturally, cultural appropriation is a racist term. No, it's not. I'm not shitting on your happiness. I'm trying to educate you, mm-hmm. and so that way you don't get your butt whooped <laughs> out in the community by black facing or painting well, your skin or whatever. And and that's 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 some, I'm glad you brought that up because nobody can address this better than you guys. Oh. Uh, because I, I was reading a, an interview with one of the actors now from the, the, the movie. I can't remember what it is. He says I can't wait for Halloween for when that first little white kid comes up in a Black Panther costume. Right. I'm going to mm-hmm. give him three times the yeah. candy. Yeah. You right. know? Yeah, I won't be mad at that. I now, if he comes mad. up in blackface, yes. <laughs> right. that will be that. Well, calling well, CPS. I, there was a woman in, in Cosplay Utah page who said she wanted to be one of the Doras. And by all means, I'm like, honey, you go ahead and shave your, fa- your head. Like, do it. Like, go mm-hmm. to the f- 10th power, but be you being yes. a Dora. Yes. Don't go the extra Don't mile. Don't go of, tanning. Yeah, yeah, tanning and all this stuff. Because, I mean, again, me and Stefan here, I cosplay white characters all the time no need to lighten yeah. my skin yeah. for anybody it's me as that character there was a picture i saw today that about broke me um it's and it's chadwick Bro- um, boswick holding his niece mm-hmm. and she's got oh, a, and she's that. got a black panther mask That's on so nice. and i just and because at first i didn't know it was his niece and i just thought okay yeah because there's a cartoon that people have shown and it's I think it's T'Challa and Okoye and it's a little boy and a little black girl and they're, that's me, that's me. And I'm right. thinking, that could be reversed too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. She right. could be the Black Panther. So just quick. Speaking, right. speaking of his nieces, real, real quick, yeah. uh, let, just just put, want to put this out there. On one side of the family, Chadwick Boseman has 41 cousins. Oh my wow. One of them is in St. George. He's a, he's a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. He's a friend of mine. Um, oh. And then on the other side, it's like 17. So, <laughs> so they, they have like... they're. They have their own tribe. <laughs> so, so let's just point that out right now yeah, to yeah. parents who are preparing for Halloween. 
your kids can go as Black Panther characters if they're white. Just don't do the blackface. Right. Yeah. All right. Just, just go as you as oh Black God. Panther. And, yeah. and All right. There, there's one other bit that I want to. Uh, it's crazy I want, that we're still having that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I want to make very known to quite a few people, and that is just because someone is someone is is black. Yes. Yes, another Don't one. suggest that they have to be Black Panther. This is something that we Woo! deal with mm-hmm. so much. So, I, I, okay, I'm going to get... Why, s- that's why I stopped cosplay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to get slightly real on here, which is something I don't no, do. No, you need to. What, never. an hour and a half into the episode? Are you crazy? <laughs> oh, yeah, basically. So, you know, I, I made a post before the movie came out saying that I was not going to dress up as Lando Calrissian or as Black Panther within I'm going the as next Lando. And I want to help you I have the cape. I have the cape. There you go. I have two of them. Thank you, Karen. Um, <laughs> I, I got more vitriol from that post. Okay, not only not only from progressive thinking white people, as far as like you need to represent a da 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 da. And this is something that's also gone very deep inside my past life. Um, and I won't get. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I am not liked by by many members of my own race, specifically. And I also say this: remember, I'm a black guy. Um, I got called an Uncle Tom seventy eight different times in direct messages. I had forty seven death threats against me, my family, for saying that I didn't want to cosplay. I didn't want to dress up in a costume. Of a black character. What? Yes. That is... I, I just cannot wrap my head around that. That, that is some of the things that, that, that... Like I said, that's the other side of this coin that, you know, I, I want to let people know. It's not just the fact that it's like, oh, okay, you know, make sure... It's like, make sure you're supporting. Realize that we're getting... That some of us are getting this from both sides. Okay, and I I have been on this planet for 29 years, and I've been dealing with this all those 29 years because of my upbringing. All right, and I'm not half I'm not half black, half white. I come from two very very black <laughs> parents and whatnot. But I get this all the time. So I'm telling you all, just because there might be a person out over there that might have some sort of you know reference to this movie don't judge them or don't put upon them what like okay well because it's your culture you need to do this let them determine that themselves like i identified with shuri i love shuri and it's not even because she's you know because she's black i love it because she's science oriented and she's curious about everything and that's me i love curiosity and i want to always i I ask questions and that's what she did so that like i said i might not cosplay black panther Mm -hmm. i i i I was doing a uh, black panther cosplay in 2013 before there was any talk about this (laughs) damn movie ever happening but it's not happening now it's probably not going to happen in the future but shuri is damn well about to happen and you have yeah and you have that right and and yeah, just to go back to Carrie's point, like, ask questions. By all means, yeah. ask questions. I'm all for educating you, but I'm going to give you the real stuff, too. Amen. You know what I mean? So it's up to you, which uh, props to the Cosplay Utah admin for also saying when we were having that conversation, he's like, you've been warned. 
That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. And I'm glad that you're saying shit like this because it's shit like that is why I damn, I won't say I retired, but I took a, there's a definitely been a gap in my cosplay. Mm-hmm. I mean, because everyone's like, well, you should do fucking Blade. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Do you know how expensive it is to cosplay in general? Do you know how expensive that haircut would be? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, my father, yo, let me get that Blade 3, please. Can I get the Blade Trinity? <laughs> the fuck? No. Shut the, f- mm. no, yeah. no, no. It's, no. it's, it's real, real stuff, guys. It's, it's real, real stuff. Shit. I mean, and, and I, I, I don't want this to come across as like, hey, Wow, that was a very uh, angry episode of Geek Show. <laughs> no, it was a very necessary episode. It of was Geek a very Show. real. It was a very We're just honest tr- episode. Yeah. Yes. Because, the, all right, the reason why this is happening, and Kerry, thank you enough. Uh, I, I've said thank you many times. Yes. You know, he, 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 no, he is, I, no, I thank you guys. He is our Agent Ross. I thank you guys. He is our Agent Ross. Yeah, no, he, he's, he's done nothing but he's, he's, he's And it, it's just, keep in mind, I've now, I've lived here for 14 years. When I moved here 14 years ago, Utah black percentage was 0.2. Now we're mm-hmm. 2%. 2%. That's kind of the good milk. Almost. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the good milk. Almost. That's kind of the good. Think about that. 2%. I get 2%. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm lactose intolerant, so I don't fuck with milk. But I mean, like, but the whole thing is, is like, so the reason why, why you may need to hear this is because we don't necessarily get a chance to talk. And sometimes being a fucking cyber war, I don't have time to go back and forth with you on Twitter mm-hmm. or, or on Facebook. Do the fucking homework yourself. Yes. yes. Like, seriously, there's certain people that will try to slide in my DMs with some shit and ask questions. That's great. But I'll say this right now. Watch, which (laughs) was part of my awakening, was I am not your Negro. Oh, I, I mean, I, 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 I was I was woke a long time, and then I went to sleep for a minute. I was I was in suspended animation. But watch, I am not your Negro. Watch the Thirteenth Amendment. Watch, uh, read the Soul of Black Folk by W. E. E. B. Du Bois. Uh, read uh, anything by James Baldwin. Anything, just mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Read that shit. Watch some of that shit, and then come back to me because, yeah. like, I am it, not your Negro, yeah. especially. It's I okay just... to ask questions, but when we when we give you an assignment to read it. Fucking read it. Right. And that's what I would say with this movie. Like, my last closing statement for this is when you go see this movie, enjoy it, yes. But acknowledge, at least acknowledge that this is coming from truth. And to look mm-hmm. at yourself and think what kind of change you can make from yourself because that's where change starts is with you. And, and I, I wish I could get it to work, but I can't get this uh, uh, Trevor Noah quote to, uh, to play. Uh, he, in between... You know, because when they when they break for recording, that he kind of plays with the audience and talks to them, and he says uh, something along the lines of, uh, "Well, Black Panther now, and it's just exploding everywhere." And he says, "I keep getting people who come to me and say, well, you can imagine if a white person made that movie.'" And he he looks at me and says, "Oh, you mean movies? <laughs> <laughs> All movies? Every single movie? every single movie?" Uh-huh. <laughs> so have you seen the Martin Freeman quote? Yeah, oh, what's that? So somebody asked Martin Freeman, "What was it like being?" Uh, the minority on the cast. He's like, oh, you mean like what black actors feel with every other movie? Every movie? movie? Yeah. So think about that. Do, do, do your reading like Jay said yeah. and, 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 and look at not just, not just Roots but the modern experience and think about treating people who's had it worse than you maybe with some understanding, you know, mm-hmm. rather than why you gotta. Try to understand why. Mm-hmm. This is this is a big deal to them. Rather than immediately, you know, putting up your hand. The what about? Yeah. What about is the what about yeah. exactly? Yeah. Don't 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 fall into that. And and you don't, you know, after you do the studying and the reading, that doesn't mean you have to feel guilty. Yeah. Don't feel guilty. Don't help. Right. 
Help. Help. Be, be an Agent Ross. Yeah, we, yeah. Need, we, need, we need some Rosses. And, 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 and to put even things, I, just, I didn't even realize this. I'm up, as, as we record this right now, I am up for a, a part in a, in, a, in a production that's being put together. I auditioned to play a free man mm. in 1844. Wow. So think about that for a second, uh-huh. folks. Like, when I go to, I, I'm an actor. I'm IMDBable, <laughs> you know, and so yeah, I've I've auditioned to play like I can I can show you guys some of the scripts that I've had. I've I'm uh, Carrie. I think you were there when I, mm-hmm. I I was I was in I did an audition for uh, a voiceover for Church's Chicken. Not proud of that, but I did it. Didn't get the part, and I'm kind of glad. The pay rate was good, but fuck it, you know. I've auditioned as a criminal. I've auditioned as a thug. I've auditioned as a burglar. I've auditioned as so many things. I got to audition for this part. I honestly hope I get it. One, it's a serious role, and, if, and it will give me a chance to show some some chops. But I get to play a free man. I get to play a free man. You want to explain yeah. what that is real quick for those who don't have not done their, you know, who, there, who were raised there, in the Nebo school district. There were black people in the United States for centuries that were not slaves. Yeah. And there were some who were freed by their owners and others. And it's funny you mentioned Martin Freeman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So there were, you know, not all black people in America were slaves. Yeah. Not all white people you, in America were free. Can you repeat that for the people who didn't get it the first time? <laughs> for, the, for those in the back? <laughs> not yeah. all black people in America were slaves. Yeah. Right. And that's, there were free people. And that is a theme in Black Panther, thinking about true freedom. Yes. So. Oh. All right. Well, thank you, guys. I want to thank you guys for coming in. It's been, it's been very cool. I, yeah. I, I'm so happy we did this. I'm so happy you, you guys would come and talk to me about this. This is terrific. And the audience. I think they needed to hear it as well. Mr. J. Yeah. Well, since, <laughs> since Shannon is not here... Uh, we miss you, Shannon. I miss. I do. I do miss. Mr. Out. B is not here. Yeah, Mr. Miss, J will take. Yeah, I, I will take us out. Uh, Shannon uh, usually says eat more ham, so I will just say, could you guys uh, pass the blackened ham, please? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sunday. Sundays. <laughs>